0: Welcome! Y saludos amigos! A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod, where we talk about all things nerd culture, movies, shows, pop culture, even some sports, and a bit about ourselves. I'm your host, Luigi,
1: and this is my co-host... Jason, what's up, everybody? Glad to have you back. on This special edition of Revenge of the Pod. We're super excited to have you with us
0: today, guys. Now, this time, it's an episode that's a little more regular, Our feature presentation is still going to be Cheers for Fears, but we're putting it together because spooky season is coming to an end. Sadly, it's coming to an end. And, you know, we have to say our goodbyes, but spooky season is coming to an end. I hope you guys have an amazing Halloween. We're going to kick you off with one final Cheers for Fears episode, but it's going to be in our regular episode. Uh, We're going to do... The hour mine and Jason's greatest horror films of
1: all time. And we'll tell you about those in a bit. Yo, you know, you know, what's funny. It finally started getting nice and cool here in Arizona. And I was like, all right, all right. It's it's feeling like fall. Uh, it's (laughs) (laughs) Halloween's about to end, but all right, whatever, you know, it's, it's nice out. It's a little chilly in the morning. Now you have to kind of wear, I have to wear like a little light jacket now, uh, just to get to my car. And then, uh, Ah, it's just, it's just nice. I was like, yes.
0: Yeah, Winter's same, coming. but by the middle of the day for me, I'm like, I don't need a jacket.
1: I don't need oh, yeah, I don't same need here. Like- same here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but it barely got like that on Sunday for us,
0: which was yesterday. Oh, last week was a little chilly. I actually needed a jacket. This morning, solid. No jacket needed. But let's get into it, Jason, what you've been up to, man. You got any news? You got anything going on with your life? What's going on, man?
1: No, not much, man. I uh, just hung out this weekend. Uh, it was a bummer. All my teams lost. Uh, I'm talking about college football, NFL, the NBA, the Lakers are 0-3, Ooh. Texas Longhorns lost to OSU, uh, the Broncos are just in shambles right now. It's just, it was just a bunch of losses. And a couple of my fantasy teams uh, lost this weekend, too.
0: So. Well, if it makes you feel better, both my fantasy teams look like they're going to... Well, they are going to lose.
1: And, um,
0: yeah, I am winless in, in my money league, so...
1: <laughs> I, I, I I seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, dude. I, I beat Cole in that one, so that was cool. Uh, But the, the one that I'm, like, most worried about is my calendar league, and um, after this weekend, I'm on a three-game losing streak, but... I was undefeated before that, so I'll, that'll make me four and three, which I'm still in the playoffs, so just I just can't go on a losing streak any longer, right? So I don't want to be on the calendar again, that's, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, to our I would imagine there, so. <laughs> uh, to our listeners out there, if you get last place in that league, you have to do a calendar shoot. Uh, so it's 12 photos, one for every month, and we do it, uh, we have themes for it. Um, I lost two years ago, and I did uh, it was blockbuster movies so they were pretty hilarious they pretty hilarious and and this year i didn't get last uh, a friend of ours we did disney so that was fun uh and it's just kind of nice uh just uh it makes all everyone want to try because you don't want to get dead last because usually people like start to give up around this time and just not even pay attention to their teams so this definitely puts attention to it and like hey Yes, I'm a dead last, but I don't want to be dead dead last, right? So makes it fun. More yeah, well, I'm I'm still just trying to get a dub in my league. So <laughs> but yeah, that was that that's pretty much it, me for me, man. What what about you, man? would you uh anything exciting? Uh went to the movies, saw Black Adam this weekend.
0: I'll tell you guys about that in a bit. Uh, that was pretty much it. The rest of the time we just chilled. We fell asleep early almost every single night, except Sunday night. Who would have thought?
2: Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> why just just because you just couldn't sleep or dude guess I, sunday night it was like we were finally finishing up like because friday saturday like we we hung out we chilled and then sunday we'd like cleaned all day and we were washing clothes and getting stuff ready but we were doing it not like hustling it was just like throughout the whole day that's all we were doing mm. and so by the end of the night it was just we had a lot to do and so by the end of the night, I was just finishing up a few things here and there. And I took a shower and I, sh- I shaved so I could be presentable, you know. And by that time, it was like 1 in the morning. I was like, damn it. Every other day,
1: I fell asleep before 12. And now, <laughs> so it's 1 in the morning. Wait, wait, wait. So if you fall asleep before midnight, that's early to you? Yeah. Wow. Okay. On Fridays
0: and Saturdays. On Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I know you guys go to sleep hella early. I don't understand it. I'm like, what? What, what happened to these guys? But it is what it is.
1: I do have You get older, man.
0: <laughs> hey <clears throat> man, I'm I'm a year older than you.
1: I don't know. I, I do I do wake up early though to go do stuff. It just makes the day longer, so it feels kind of nice. See, that's that's cool. I tr-
0: I do my best to not wake up early. If Gatya doesn't wake me up, I'm like, bed, let's
1: go sleep. See, I think why I wake up early is because throughout the week you wake up early, right? And then, like, I wake up before my alarm, like almost all the time. So it still happens on the weekend, and I'm like, well, I'm up, might as well just get up. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. I do not not, wake up on the weekends if my alarm's not on. Yeah, dude, it sucks, man. I'm just like, all right, well, I can't go back to sleep, so might as well just go about my day. I want to go back to sleep, but you're just, I'm just not tired anymore. So I'm just like, all right, well, let's just get our day started. Interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Fair enough.
1: Well, I'm going to
0: get into one piece of news that I've got. So turns out Jason, that they're making a parasite series on HBO max. It's going to be a six episode mini series starring Mark Ruffalo. So you got to watch the parasite movie because Bong Joon-ho is closely tied to it. I don't know if he's running it, but him and Adam McKay are the ones that are like in charge of the whole thing. Uh, Tilda Swinton was in it, but she had to exit because she had other engagements. Okay. So it's also got big names attached to it. I'm pretty excited, man. That show or that movie was amazing. And I'd love to see a six episode miniseries. series. Uh, it is not like a, it's not based on those characters. It's like based within that world, I guess. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah.
1: And of course, HBO Max is getting it
0: because you know.
1: So is it going to be in English then, or is it going to be because if if Mark Ruffalo starts in it, right, stars in it? Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that it's going to be in English. Okay, interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I can't really have an opinion. I can't really be excited about it because I still haven't seen Parasite. I'm sorry, but I will. I will though. (laughs) (laughs) I will. (laughs) 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 I swear. I
0: swear, right, well, one we'll of these days. that's what my that's what my daughter says all the time she'll be like i will i will <laughs> like all right sure you will As <laughs> right. it's like shower i will
1: don't worry i will
2: yeah
0: i will yeah, or like yeah. if you tell her not to do something be like hey hey don't don't you dare like jokingly obviously because if you mean it she'll stop be like don't you dare hit me she'll be like i will i will <laughs> <laughs> that's cute uh, <laughs> All right, so last thing from Bong Joon-ho. He's actually developing another show that's based on a novel called, called Mickey Seven, and it's starring Robert Pattinson. So we're going to see a lot of uh, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, I liked his work, so
1: I'm ready to see that. Cool, man. And uh, anything with Robert Pattinson. Man, he's low-key. You know, before Batman came out, he's been in good movies. Like, if you look at some of the movies that he's been in after Twilight, right, he has a lot of where, like... He does some pretty good acting. He likes to play yes. weirdos. He says, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very interesting." Yeah, like uh, his his range is pretty is pretty far out there. So I love it.
0: Trailers for me this Friday. Uh, I talked about it. I think a couple of weeks ago, so I am going to mention it again because it's this Friday. All Quiet on the Western Front, the adaptation of the German novel, which became a film, I think in the nineteen thirties or forties, still considered one of the greatest war films of all time. It's getting a remake in full color, obviously, with the effects of nowadays. So I'm excited to see it, and it's going straight to Netflix. It's all quiet on the Western front. If you guys like war movies, I can almost guarantee that you're gonna like this one. I'm ready to watch it. Uh, so I'm excited for that
1: one, man. What's going on with you? You got something big for us? Yeah, man. You know, honestly, a war movie. Got to catch that on Netflix too. Free. Something uh, definitely to probably put on the list. A trailer came out. An actual trailer came out uh, today. Was it today? It was today, right? I think so, yeah. Or we just found out about it. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. We finally got the first trailer for this film. What did, what did you think? Well, it's interesting. It looks
0: like Kang. So, Kang is obviously the antagonist in this trailer, guys. But he is pretending to be a friend of Ant-Man. They all get stuck in the quantum realm, and we see the world that Michelle Pfeiffer's character was living in is what I'm guessing, right?
1: Yes. A whole different world. And you know what, man? It's, it's just kind of a... That's one thing. I Quantum realm, dope. I'm just kind of nervous about the whole CGI thing. Like, hopefully it's not... I don't know. I don't know how to say this. Just not as disappointing as Thor: Love Thunder. You know what I mean. And some some episodes of uh, She-Hulk too. They just yeah. didn't put the money in. Yeah, like so. I hope the CGI is is better than those, in my opinion. So I'm I'm kind of nervous about it. But it'd be kind of nice to see a whole new world of being like super super tiny, right? Tell me, it didn't give you like TVA vibes. TVA,
0: Time Variance Authority.
1: From Loki? Yeah, yeah. Oh oh that's right. Yeah. That's that's what it felt like. It, it did. Yeah, yeah, But that also, world that they having, were in I was like, huh, those buildings look a lot better. But like having that. having Kang in there too, you know what I mean? Oh man. So
0: I cannot wait to it see could be him a, in, a, in these films. It could be a
1: different variant of Kane, Because right? he said, Yeah, you can kill me now, but if you kill me and let the multiverse go, there's gonna be other conquer- there's gonna be other Kangs like me that aren't so nice. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, this version so. of
0: Kang is going to be the conqueror for sure. You think at so? At least I think so. Yeah. If if not this one, we're going to get multiple versions of Kang and they're
1: all going to be extremely violent. Oh, so. that that's what I want to bring up. Um, what what's that actor's name? Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors, bro. Dude, that Creed guy
0: Creed 3. He looks like a monster. That's right. Creed Dude, 3. Oh, he man. got so yoked for that film. Dude, he With, got uh, my... he got big for that, and for uh, for Kang. for Kang, like he's huge,
1: dude, so ripped. Dude, I, 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 I started, I almost like I almost fainted. I was like, whoa, I got I got a little excited. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Joe, you could
0: you could rescue me. <laughs> 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 oh no, he looks he looks good, man. Not gonna lie, like that's the biggest the, the biggest I've seen a lot. Uh, just a good actor because usually if they get big and ripped like that you know they're probably not like the best actors like i would say the rock is a pretty big ripped dude not a great actor uh, but you Arnold gotta get ripped for those roles
1: you know like yeah yeah but even at that like the best... like michael b jordan you know like he got oh, ripped for, ripped true, up for touche. creed and he stayed that way and uh, and eric killmonger
0: he was ripped for that one too. yeah so jonathan Major. major's is like all right hold my beer
1: and he's like, oh <laughs> Dude, he looks so rich. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. It's it looks unnatural. But yeah, right. I mean, come on, all these actors—they're <laughs> preparing for a role, bro. They, they're taking substances. Let's let's not be. Yeah, it's not beat around the bush here, you
0: know. All right, but that's it for us, right? We've, anything else? Creed, Creed three, Ant Man, Quantumania
1: and All Quiet on the Western
0: Front, guys. Excited for those.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, obviously, it's. I don't want another trailer to come out, but I'm just a little skeptical about the Ant Man movie. Although I did like the first one, the second was okay. I really liked the first one, actually. Very underrated film, in my opinion. Yeah, the second one, I was like, why did you even
0: call it Ant Man and the Wasp? It wasn't it didn't really have the Wasp at all in it. I was like you should <laughs> just said Ant Man Two. Yeah, uh, I don't know, because I like I like. The Wasp. Yeah, I, I'd like I like Wasp's character. I think him and her work well together. But like, then make the movie about them both. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that because I feel like this one also is going to be mostly him and his daughter and less Wasp. But we'll see.
1: True that. True that. All right, man. Well, let's let's hop into this TV line because we, we got some we got some stuff to talk about. All right, Jason, hit us with uh, your rewatch. So I I just want. I just wanted to give a shout out to it, you know, because sure. I mentioned it in our previous pod uh, for, was it family friendly films? It was, right? Yeah. For Halloween films. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, dude. Came out, the, the movie that came out in 1999. It still holds up, dude. It still holds up.
0: It's a good movie, man. It's a good movie. A uh, great there's movie, nothing dude. to say about that. It's fun. Oh, it's great for the family. I rewatched uh, Happy Halloween Scooby Doo as well. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was, uh, dude. I mean, I Shaggy watched Shaggy and my Scooby daughter, were just hilarious
1: in that film, too.
0: Yeah, they're, they're good, man. I rewatched Nightmare Before Christmas as well. We watched quite a few family Halloween movies. We watched Bride of Frankenstein, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm so uh, not a Phantom stuff. of
1: the Opera fan, though. That's I... too long.
0: We we watched a good amount of it, but yeah, it it did it did seem like a pretty long film. It was one of Gabby's favorite films, though. She's gonna be like, "Dang, Jason, you disappointed me," because she said, "Me and Jason watched a lot of the same things growing up." Ha! Not this <laughs> one. <laughs> no, no, no. I
1: saw it. I just wasn't a fan of it. It was just, it was just, it ran long for me, and it was just kind of like <clears throat> it dragged from 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 my perspective as a kid. I haven't watched it since because. Why well, watch it if you don't like it the first time, you know what I'm saying?
0: I want to see the black and white version. I saw parts of the color version yesterday, obviously, but I didn't watch the whole thing because we were doing stuff.
1: Ah, that's what I saw first. So the, is the color black version? and white version? No, oh, yeah, the really? version. yeah.
2: So
0: wait, have you seen the black and white one or no? I don't know. I'm gonna check that one out because that one's rated super high. Okay. So I wanna see that. And I I there was a special. So it is now part of my private collection, along with all the classic monster films. Ooh, nice. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our next thing. All right, guys. So joining us for the She-Hulk finale talk is the one, the only, my lovely wife, Gabby. Say say hello to everyone, Gabby.
2: Hello.
0: So what's up, Gabby? Hi. Yeah. So she wanted to join us for She-Hulk finale because she was a pretty big fan And uh, I thought she'd give us some good perspective on the episode and the show as a whole. So we haven't talked She-Hulk in a while, guys. In fact, I don't think we've talked about She-Hulk since the
1: big Episode 8 reveal. Is that right, Jason? No, we talked about... Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Episode 8 and 9, right? So the the final two episodes. Yeah, yeah, so we've got some stuff. First off, the entire
0: episode with... Uh, daredevil was fantastic
1: probably my favorite episode yeah i can't lie like it was so
0: fun to watch them together
1: it was like it was the power couple i didn't know i needed you know what i mean you know what i was nervous for that episode only because the netflix daredevil series was so dark right and like how is this gonna how's this gonna work you know I know, and then they oh, got me. You motherfucker, fucking worked. You got me. <laughs> yeah, I thought it worked. I thought it was awesome, man. And you did a great job of being a very, uh, leaning into her, it's her show, Bryce She Hulk show, and really leaning into the, the, the comedy side. But also, we got a little bit of comedy too when uh, he, we, he made his first appearance on um, Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Where he catches the brick when the brick yeah. comes in. And yeah. Spider-Man's like, how did you see that? right he's like i'm You're a really, really good, good lawyer. lawyer yeah so i was like <laughs> so that was awesome just like just seeing him in the new suit and just the way they did it to to introduce him right um she hulk's getting sued by no 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 there's this superhero villain right uh, vigilante actually he's what a c-tier hero maybe oh, The, the only, re- yeah the only reason he's like I think the only reason like he was a hero is because he had he was made of money and he just wants to be doing stuff because being a hero is like super popular right now. Turns out this guy's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a suit that made the that was made from the same tailor as She Hulk's tailor, and it's defective. And the be right in the beginning of the, of the of the film, not film, sorry, of the show. So he decides to sue the tailor and. Turns out that uh, he is represented by She Hulk's company. So she has to represent him. And she's like, Oh, I can't do that. Cause if I do that, then Taylor's gonna be pissed at me. And like, what do I do? And it's like, It's your job. That's what you have to do. I'm sorry. Like, and it sucks. I just realized that as a lawyer, that happens in real life. You're like, Oh, "Oh, yo, man, I have to represent this person. And even though this person definitely did it you still have to go out and do a job and try to develop a fair case for that person. Even though it doesn't matter how shitty they are. You her, just have to do it.
0: Her boss also seemed to like, not give a shit about anything in her personal
1: life. Dude. Yeah, she did not. It was like, uh,
0: you were a show for me. You got to
1: run the show, run it. Oh uh, dude. It was, it was crazy. So we get to the court. She thinks she has this in the bag for, for this person. And, and Matt someone Murdock
0: walks in,
1: and is representing uh, the. Who's he representing? Oh, the, the, Taylor. the yeah, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He re, he's representing the Taylor, but somehow you know, um, Jennifer Walters is a good lawyer was able to win the case for him because of some reason. We later found out is is that what happened? I can't remember now. It was such a while. It was such a while ago. Um, she ended up winning the case, right? Um, I thought I'm not sure. I thought no, that, she lost the case because they found yeah, out it was a defective
3: jet fuel.
1: He put yeah, he jet used fuel jet that fuel shit. Shit. in but his, his shoes. That, is, yeah. that guy yeah, the, kidnaps the tailor. There we go. That's what happens. And damn, I you, you got to take the lead from here, man, because I'm drawing blanks right now. No, it's
0: cool. So, I'm, I'm gonna speed it a little bit. So, but at okay. this point. They, they, you already see a little bit of chemistry between them just as lawyers. Like, there's a scene with them kind of like they're talking shop at the bar, but also slightly flirting. Like, there's chemistry, you see it. Oh, and yeah, respect, and respect. Yeah, out of respect is like, yeah. hey, good
1: case. Like, it was like, yeah, you almost had me there. I was like, yeah, that guy's an idiot. I didn't want to represent him, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah, no,
2: that was, was like, yeah.
1: and then at some point.
0: Uh, one thing leads to another, guys. You can fill in the details, but she ends up finding out that Daredevil is actually trying to stop this guy because he's kidnapped the tailor, right? And so she turns and she puts on her purple suit, which pretty badass. I don't know. The the suit the suit reveal was solid. What did you guys think?
1: Yeah, just a classic uh, comic book suit that we, we were wanting, right? Because we got a teaser to it. It's like, Oh, here are your suits, girl. But by the way, I also made this for you. So it was a nice reveal for us, you know? What did you think of the suit, babe?
3: I don't know. I kind of missed the the boxy suit.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> what, what
3: happened
2: to
0: the
3: gray
1: What's suit? <laughs> oh, the boxy really? gray suit. Get, get, the first one
0: that you wore, the big and tall
3: men's <laughs> one? You're insane.
0: So you, you, no, you, you I'm <laughs> you to kidding. You
1: wanted, you wanted her to fight crime in a suit?
3: Yeah, looking like yeah. a like, <laughs> like a, you can like like the boss NFL. Ass bitch. I'm a boss <laughs>
1: ass, bitch. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I liked it, I thought it was really cool. I and I, I liked um the whole fight scene between them because it was kind of like pulled back a little bit, but mm-hmm. also like, don't make me do it. But they were both like, uh, you don't make me do it, and it was like a little yeah. flirty, but
0: again, just so much good chemistry,
3: yeah, I liked it.
0: It almost made me be like charlie cox tatiana Maslany, real life no no, <laughs> no
3: it's right.
0: no, just spend right let's just um, so then they get to the warehouse and daredevil's like look i've done this a million times she's like so th- that's that's uh th- let me just do my thing he's like you don't have a thing you're you 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 have never done this before let me do my thing i was like so, i'm going
1: in stealth mode
2: yeah, <laughs> and he goes in but doing do the that. whole
0: yeah he does the whole fight scene or about to do the whole fight scene in the hall which is a good homage to like the old show where he would do those yes. kinds of
1: scenes all the time yeah it's like oh but we're I, in for a dope ass scene right now yeah mm-hmm. and i
0: found it hilarious she just drops in. <laughs> it's like no
1: i'm interrupting <laughs> your whole thing and she's like see smash
3: i mean it took too long
1: <laughs> it took too yeah long. well why i think that's funny because like they were kind of like hyping us up as fans, right? Their double like, well, fans were like, "No, no, no! You're not getting this yet. You're gonna get this when he comes out with his own In movie the Born or Again show
0: series." Ooh, yes, exactly. Man, I'm so ready for
1: it It was a nice little teaser for us. Um, hey,
0: which reminds me, what did you guys think of the golden, uh, golden
1: blackish red? Right, like it wasn't fully black; it was like a blackish red. Yeah, dude, I I, I mess with it. I I didn't. I don't mind it. Although, could it be darker? Right, since he's a stealth guy, right? yeah that's yeah, what i was thinking I was that's like, I exactly right me,
0: what i but... was thinking <laughs> yeah okay, okay. <laughs> don't okay. get me wrong
1: I, I did like it pretty yeah. dope yeah,
0: yeah yeah but i but felt he... like they could darken it just a bit like that's if he's supposed to be stealth like you don't see it he looks like one of those fucking crosswalk people a little bit now
3: but he has that costume in the in, in the, the comics, comics it's right? his, i
1: think it's his he original costume yeah. yeah his original one and they wanted to kind of like pay homage to that yeah, of course they did I, I feel like they tried darkening it up as
2: mm-hmm. much as they could but mm-hmm. still
1: paying homage to it so it's okay. You know, like, I, I don't hate it, by all means. I and they just, kept uh, the helmet design, which is,
0: I'm glad they didn't change the helmet design because I thought it was perfect.
1: Oh, yeah. The helmet design was flawless. Yeah, I agree. One thousand percent. Get to the warehouse. They save
0: the guy. She pretty much tells the other dude, you're a piece of crap. Mm. And, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. <Agree. laughs> and then let's just, let's jump straight into, they end up
1: uh, hooking up.
3: I was a little so excited,
1: <laughs> a nice <laughs> little went. nightstand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Gabby, tell me, building. tell me you don't like this part, right? They're like, "All right, well, when you be back?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll be back again someday." <laughs> and then he leaves. Obviously, he stays the night, and he leaves in the morning. But he's doing the walk of shame so in his boy. seat. <laughs>
2: no. That was
1: like my favorite scene. It was, <laughs> yeah. Our first
0: MCU walk of That's shame.
3: That's what I was. Well, I mean, it's like kind of Disney MCU. Is that the first pretty much sex scene?
0: um well no eternals
3: okay but like but like (laughs) like you know what i mean like
0: when were they actually had
1: chemistry and didn't look like they hated
0: the whole scene like a believable one
1: okay fine fine. yeah Yeah,
2: probably
1: probably right because it's a it's a kid-friendly series right mcu is kid-friendly so uh, they don't have much sex scenes yeah there i feel like she hulk is i mean it's borderline not like i wouldn't I
0: wouldn't rate it PG. Like, it'd be a PG 13 show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
3: But I think they did that. I mean, as weird as that sounds, they did that. I think they did that sex scene well because it was like just enough, but like not vulgar enough to be like, oh my gosh, got the turn off the TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. where it was just like, Ugh, okay, we got the idea.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, you know where true. this is going. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: too and true. then. In the morning, right? He does the walk of shame, and then her best friend comes up. Is like, girl, you would not believe what I just saw. I saw a dude dressed up as a devil doing the walk of shame. She gives her that look. Is like, oh, that was you. he's like, yeah, that was me. That That's was, a that good was thing. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so. Yeah, great. all in all, fun episode. A lot of action, hilarious. Uh, well, it leads us kind of,
0: into the the next episode. They get ready. They go to this gala and she's in her infamous silver outfit, which is part of the hellfire gala cover art that they've done before. Mm -hmm. She always, she always has an awesome outfit and that's one of them. And sure enough at the gala, they show the scene of her and Jake, Jake filmed himself sleeping with her and shows the whole gala room.
2: And she, babe,
0: babe, what, 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 how did that whole scene uh, hit
2: hit you?
3: Well, that's what literally at the at very end, it just gave me, it gave me body chills. Cause like, I don't, I mean, I, I guess you could say that for any person, not trying to get like super political here or anything, but just as a woman to know that you have your nudes leaked or your tapes leaked. It's just so, to see She-Hulk being like this, such a strong, you know, female character and then made her like made her just so tiny and vulnerable that I was like damn not even she Hulk is safe like it just felt so bad and I didn't mean Lydia like can say it because I was just like no I can't believe this happened and I was just I was so devastated that I was I felt ugly after and I was like that's just the worst feeling in the world male or woman like that's it, it was just so real but also it's She-Hulk, so you're kind of like, how is this? How, how is... could it have happened to her? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Yeah,
0: but there it is, man. That's like, of course, the bigger you are, the more people that want to take you down. And sure enough, there were there's a whole group of people dedicated to trying to bring her down. And that's what brings us into the next episode, right? She loses her shit. She destroys the TVs in the gala. She actually hulks out. We see her hulk out, which I was she excited hulks out. about.
1: And people but got scared for her. Yeah. Well, Hulk yeah. is scary.
3: Did did Jamie watch this with you?
1: Yes. Oh yeah, we watched uh, all the episode. Uh about that episode.
3: Yeah, the ending of that one.
1: Um, she just kind of was just like, yeah, no, I felt that, and I I, I do feel that too, because if you think about it, I think it was just kind of um uh, the the more famous you get, right? People just want to leak all your stuff. It mm-hmm. just kind of makes you think about about celebrities that had that has happened to, right? Right. You, your information gets leaked out, then you're just like, you,
2: I can only you know, really
1: imagine how you feel. You, it's happened to guys, but like guys, like they don't care, you know. Like the Tommy yeah. Lee and Pam things, Pam situation. It was uh, bigger guys, for did, Pamela Anderson than it was for yeah. Tommy Lee, for sure. Exactly. Did you guys watch the uh, the Pam and Tommy series on Hulu? No. no we don't watch. Uh, oh. It looks good though. I f- the girl that pays, uh plays Pamela does Lily very. James. Yeah, Lily James, she did a phenomenal job, but like the moment that she knew that her stuff got leaked and how it affected her in the show, I felt very similar vibes to this episode. Oh, no. So, uh, great watch. Um, It's rated R, so probably don't watch it with Katya. Dang it. Uh, Yeah, well, I hear
0: there's a point (laughs) where uh, Tommy Lee's penis talks to him. So, yeah, definitely not
3: gonna. Wait, what?
1: Yeah, it's like a surreal it, scene. I think he's probably oh. on drugs or something. Yeah, yeah. He actually he, he said in one of his memoirs that he was talking to his penis at one point when he was getting ready to sleep with Pamela Anderson for the first time. talks?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, L- those guys do that or no? What? I'm just no. <laughs> Listen, you got this. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, let's I'm get. I'm trying to, to think. The next of like. No, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo, wait, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's like, no, I don't think I have. Uh, so the final episode, uh, we're trying to find out who leaked these videos. She gets fired for throwing a Hulk tantrum because it scared everyone. And unfortunately, it was caught on camera. Yeah, So she gets let go and everything looks like it's in shambles for her. And it's just like, you feel for her. And, but at the same time, it's like, yo, I need to find out who's leaking these videos, right? Yeah, and she sets out on a mission, man. She is trying to figure out who Hulk King is. And
3: Wait. At, did you all I'm sorry, just real quick. Jason, did you guess who Hulk King was cuz I know like in previous episodes you guys said that you and Jamie like to guess who it is?
1: Oh, yeah, no. Um I didn't I was not expecting that person to be Hulk King okay. to be honest.
3: Okay. Uh I really
1: was one was of the people that we talked bigger. about. I yeah, didn't,
3: yeah, I didn't, I didn't guess it right. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to know if y'all guessed it right.
1: Who was, who was your, who, who were you thinking? Well, we talked about several
0: different people, and and Todd, would who, who it ends up being, is one of them. But we were also wondering, could it possibly be, uh, what's his name, Abomination? But then I was like, no, not sure if it would be Abomination. Todd made a lot of sense. We were wondering if Jake himself is Hulk King. Um.
1: Who else? I think that was it, right? Those were the,
0: those were the main ones that we thought of.
1: Yeah. I, so, I, I didn't think it was going to be people that were just flat out just not liking She-Hulk. I thought it was going to be like some bigger company that was trying to get her serum. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. that's another one. So, the, the guy that
0: uh gets his brain enlarged in the Hulk. What's his name? Yes, yes, yes. Oh my uh, God. Mr.
1: Green. Dr. Green. Is that what his no, name is? Doctor Blue. Doctor Blue. I'm sorry. Then he gets turned
0: into the leader, right? That's his his villain name. The like, leader. yeah,
1: yeah. Like his brain oh, starts like kind of developing. Yeah. 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 Cool. I, I, honestly, that's what I was thinking, but in my head, uh, I didn't tell Jamie about that because I don't think she's seen that movie, so I didn't want to like have to pause it and like explain it to her. It was, <laughs> Be like, listen. So there's taking... this guy. <laughs> yeah. From this old movie uh, back in 2008. Um, you know, I didn't want to get all into that. I just had that in my, my head. I was like, whoa, that'd be kind of sweet if they brought that character in.
0: I mean, that would have um, worked because the whole lab thing would have made sense, but Todd clearly was also very rich. That's yeah. what threw Jake out of the line for me because I was like, where would he get that money, though? Is there something we don't know about him? But right, anyway, right. so she's having a hard time and she's like, you know what? I need to take a break from all this. Get away. So she goes to Abominations Retreat and lo and behold, they are having a seminar for all the She-Hulk haters there, and uh, they're all there trying to take her. They're they're celebrating their efforts at taking her down. So at this point, she doesn't know this yet, and she's just hanging out at the retreat. But her friend, gosh, I forget her name. The best friend is also trying to track these people down, and then she found them. Yeah, and enlists that guy. God, I Which
3: I love that. his character, by the way. Pug, I, right, his yes, Pug. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love him, and I love that he's so—he's got she Hulk's back.
2: Yeah, he's—he's like, he's got. You know him what, back, like, a all that what I mean? It's a guy that's got
3: a girl's back, and I, yeah. I, I hate that they always use girls. Which I don't hate it. I love you know. Well, that's women in power. If, it, days, if it's
0: but... if it's male to female, they always want to try to make it like a love interest.
3: Yeah, right? I love that they didn't do that. I'm
1: like it wasn't yeah. like it was just a work friend.
3: But... Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was nice but like he's like clueless he's like oh okay like what do i do yeah and he was so
0: unhappy to be there
1: <laughs> yeah he didn't want to be there and just oh well the, jamie loved this part of just um he he goes in there undercover he's using an airpod or right it's an airpod right It was like yeah just yeah. put one airpod like a bunch of douchebag guys do that shit uh in public spaces and so it's it's her it's uh jennifer walter's best friend just in his years like yeah yes yeah, just say this say all this stuff and it's like oh don't forget to call women females
2: females and just yeah yeah. yeah. that's funny
1: (laughs) did you like that part because jamie fucking absolutely loved that it's like oh my god there's some guys that say that shit that actually pisses me off
3: yeah it was it was so spot on this just this whole show is just trolls people so much where i'm like god y'all hit it just right it was very predictive it was (laughs) so because
0: like i mean this show was written two years ago right it shocks me how predictive it was about the reaction to the show good and bad yeah like even like oh we have wong so we've got uh we've got twitter armor for the next episode (laughs) same thing with uh with uh, daredevil they're like this guy's doing it for me right is it just me (laughs) we're like yeah no we all love him we all love him so it's funny that they're just so self-aware and i mean the show itself is very meta right but it's crazy how predictive they were of all of those different things
3: yeah that that female line just calling females i was like oh my god and then he doesn't so like yeah yeah <laughs> Oh,
1: no, it's crazy because you definitely run into people like that that just really shitty people and kind of just shows the whole trope of everything just they're just making fun of it which is kind of nice yeah it was i mean pretty you get to see what uh females females women go through every day (laughs) 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 might have said that on purpose but (laughs) i i I told i I did tell jamie i was like i wish you had told me that because now i'm gonna just like oh this female right here you know (laughs) as a joke not meaning it but you know what i mean just to mess
0: with it yeah no absolutely gonna be doing that myself
1: yeah
3: well yeah he already does it though he'll just be like hey woman but i think it's so funny i'm like i'm not doing it whatever you just said i'm not doing it but But it's really funny that you said that
0: (laughs) she laughs every single time how can i not do it
1: all right oh man
0: hilarious so so this is where the show takes a crazy turn though because all of a sudden oh yeah she busts in uh because she's looking for abomination and he's actually doing like a Like a speech. They hired him to do a speech. He doesn't really know what's going on. And then he kind of starts figuring it out as she comes in and he realizes, oh, they all hate her. Okay. And so that happens. And then all of a sudden (laughs) what is it? Titania breaks in? Mm -hmm. And she's trying to fight them. And then Todd somehow got a hold of her blood and made a serum and turns into a bro hulk. (laughs) Come at me,
1: bro. I loved that. I didn't.
0: I thought it was so funny. I didn't I like, like that, dude. Cat. That's hilarious. If it had been like, and we'll talk about this right now, if it had been the actual plot line, no, I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. Because I was and like, then- what? No, what about the whole blood thing? It's only for right. certain people. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Everybody gets to be Hulk. No, 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 no. And then, uh, Hulk Bruce Hulk Banner jumps in, in and he starts fighting Abomination, and She Hulk just pauses everything. And she's like, guys, is this what you really want? Do we want all of this right now? And it's true. It was like all these different plot lines that didn't really work together suddenly crashing into each other at the end. And she's like, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So she literally breaks into the TV and goes into the Disney Disney Plus app. And she goes to Marvel Assembled so she can go to the studios, fights her way into the writer's room, and tells them, like, what the hell is going on? and they're like well it's coming
1: from Kevin so she goes to Kevin yeah it's like you're going to have to take it up with Kevin he's like who the heck is Kevin it's like Kevin oversees everything and obviously, obviously. they're alluding to Kevin Feige right all right so we're thinking he's going to she's going to go talk to Kevin Feige and it turns out <laughs>
2: yeah
1: what does it turn out to be moviege and a fucking robot
0: ai i fucking loved that that it was just a robot ai
2: yeah what Kevin a, what was a
0: clown move
1: acronym for something right I, I forgot what it was yeah i'm not i'm not gonna worry too much about that
0: but the whole idea was it was this bot that predicts uh what what people are gonna want to see right and 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 i loved it because it plays on how marvel does do like it they have a formula right mm-hmm. All they the have tropes, a very yeah. clear formula and they're very specific tropes to marvel and she calls it and i love how tatiana Muslani's is like and not only that we're the X Men, and then she turns to yeah. the screen. And she's like, eh? "Yeah, I She's a like, "I got you guys." Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, the whole thing was great because I felt like she was speaking as a fan to to the robot, like, "Hey, we want other things too," which is true. Like as a Marvel fan, you do want different types of things, which I, I think you can. I well, you and I can agree. Jason Werewolf by Night is a great example of how they don't completely follow that that
1: specific and, formula. Yeah, it and they didn't need to. Well. So, just like how we felt about Werewolf by Night, um, I I can definitely attest to Jamie on this one. She really loved this one. I was like, it was just kind of nice, not just having a plot with a villain and just like fighting scenes. Like, it was just nice and comedic and just like kind of being her voice. No, I wouldn't say voice heard, but just like it was just kind of. I've been making her watch all the MCU stuff just because she wants to. She wants to get into it. And she really enjoyed this. And it was just like, it was just kind of a nice touch. MCU can be different. It doesn't have to all be the same, you know. That there's this, and that's how what comics were made for, right? Mm -hmm. If you if you really think about it, yo, if you like this, if you like dark comics in MCU, you got Blade, you got you got all this stuff. You got you you want comedy, you got you got She Hulk, you got Deadpool, uh, Deadpool, right? And if you want action packed, you got Thor. All this stuff, like it's all different and it's made for different readers. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's i feel like what they're doing right now is great yeah you're probably getting a lot of backlash but like again the mcu formula in my opinion like thor love and thunder it's it's getting played out dude yeah and that's the thing right even
0: thor love and thunder like played to a specific audience because i felt like it played
1: for kids i think kids kids. are gonna love it yeah like that's you're right that
0: movie is for kids like i feel like i don't know if i've said this i did right like it kids when they grow up later are going to love that movie. They're going to be like, oh, I remember seeing that with
1: my parents as a kid. How right? I've, how we felt about Power Rangers. Yes. And then the yeah. same thing
0: with uh, with Ms. Marvel. Listen, I wasn't a fan. Not going to lie. Like, I won't rewatch it. it. wasn't my jam. There were some things that I really loved about the show, but it was caught up in being like a teen show. And that's not my jam. But a lot of people love teen shows.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One thousand percent. Um, And that's just, this is just another one to... This was just another show to reach out to different audience members and try to pull them in. World by Night, though. They got my number on
0: that one. They got my (laughs) horror number on that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was great. What did you think about that one, Gabby? Um,
0: Or did you never watch it?
1: Oh, World 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 by by Night.
3: Night. Oh, it was so cool, but I really like dark stuff. Like, that's usually my go-to.
0: So She's with me on that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So that was definitely your jam, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I had her
0: watch Blade for the first time
1: and Blade 2. What? Love
3: yeah oh, i didn't i didn't grow yeah. up with it but then I, uh, like... so
1: you didn't show her blade three just because you know not to yeah, i've never seen Blade <laughs> trinity either I've actually don't even don't it. even bother Rick, uh, ryan reynolds is in it too
2: oh, what? Wow.
1: yeah but he didn't get along with uh wesley snipes and you can mm. oh jessica beale was in that one too
0: well i heard wesley snipes in the third one refused to be referred by anything else as blade
3: Oh, yeah,
1: sounds dude, like yeah, a gemellar yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, with um, his altar and shit. And, uh, oh, yeah, so weird. And overall thoughts on uh, on She Shreve- Hulk? Oh, yeah, Abby, let's finish that what up. Over, what, yeah, on, uh, what, did, what did you like? What, did, what didn't you like?
3: Um, um, You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Um, I think that it was like a really good, um, I guess, way to get. The female audience. I know. I had talked to Luigi about it. Females. Yeah. <laughs> Females. <laughs> Look, I'm just, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to say women because you know.
0: Well, they yeah, made no, it for, they made it for women, but they wanted everyone to see it. Right, 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 right. Yeah.
3: And I think I was. Taylor, we went to like a girls' night with some friends and family, and it was just. I mean, we. It came up and it was just an array of different women who had were fans to not knowing anything about it and we all said we were gonna watch it for one reason or another so I know that three women out of the five that were there uh have aren't really well they don't watch Marvel stuff they just don't want it and um they were like yeah I'm gonna watch it because one of them she's like my best friend she's like in law school and she's like I'm gonna watch it because she's a lawyer like hell yeah and the other one was like you know and it just seems kind of boring but this one kind of looks like sitcomy and I love sitcoms they're my comfort thing and I'm like yes this is exactly what it was for yeah and I'm happy that they got some some love for it and I just love that it was so they trolled on people at the absolutely perfect times which is funny to oh, me
0: yeah. okay. <laughs>
3: oh. and um I, I all, one of the other things is that I love that she had a girl best friend, but also the men, like in the, were very supportive. I mean, some were trash, but there was a lot lot of of support. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But there was a lot of supportive ones, like the whole group. Dad was amazing. Yeah.
0: Like the support group.
3: The support group. I was like, yes, she has a whole bunch of men supporting her. And I'm like, good, because it's not usually like that. And I know there's a lot of good guys out there, like you guys. Yeah. that support women
0: even bruce i mean he supported yeah. her, he just really i think he was in his own fields because he was like this is so much easier for you than it was for me and i thought yeah. we could go through this together yeah but yeah. she had her own journey so i think even bruce like i would count him in that
1: group
3: yeah i just yeah well him. i mean
1: the way he grew up it was just kind of like i just don't want you to go to the same thing that i was going through but like you said everyone has a different journey so
3: what did what would you think of it jason
1: um, I did like it I, I did kind of wish it leaned more into the sitcom part
3: I could see that uh,
1: yeah I, I was telling Luigi I was like oh, in the final episode it. yeah see like I loved when they broke the fourth wall I just loved when she kept breaking the fourth wall I was like give me a little bit more of that just like a little bit not a lot more but like mm-hmm. a little bit more and then just lean a little bit more sitcom-ish sitcom-ish is that is that even a word? I don't know if
2: it is. Or I'm not, pretty sure it we're going to make it a I'm word. I'm pretty sure it is. But those
1: were like my favorite parts of the show. I was like, oh yeah, just lean more into this. Like I don't need the action uh, if you can do it right. And there were some moments where I thought it would just just hit so well. I told Luigi that it would be nice to get an episode after every movie that comes out, kind of like intertwining to the yeah, movie we were with
0: about that. yeah,
1: being a lawyer kind of thing. That'd be. Mm. That would be kind of sweet, like like a little skit, like a little five minute skit. It would be. Like, uh, it would. Remember, we were saying it should,
0: they should do like a She-Hulk special. We talked about it in yeah. uh, some of the one of the other episodes. It yeah. would be really cool to tie it in because a lot of those episodes felt like they could tie into different things that they were doing in Phase Four. And I'm like, you should release these as specials as well. Like, uh, even if
1: it's just a thirty minute She-Hulk special mm-hmm. related to the movie. Yeah, kind of like uh, maybe she's having to deal with all the damage that's happening around New York because all this thing's getting destroyed and people are going to sue superheroes for that.
2: Right. So
1: she has to represent, well, Iron Man's dead, but like maybe Spider-Man, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like
0: it's just, uh, well, that was the thing. They wanted to use Spider-Man
1: in the show, but he was off. Oh, you can't Sony, Sony. Yeah. But yeah, things like that would be great. Like that'd be, that'd be cool if it was just like year round and, Maybe announce like little things, little teasers. That'd be cool. Uh, but that—that's just a thought that Luigi and I had. That would be uh, other, good. other than that, they—they they said they were going to do a season two, so I'm excited for that. Um, I'm definitely going to watch again. So, hopefully, yeah. uh, one thing I didn't like was at the end, guys. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Hulk's mm-hmm. son is shown. Star. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Scar. And I'm just kind of nervous about that because it i feel like it kind of messes with a whole world war hulk planet hulk situation which is a lot darker than it was kind of intended to be uh based off that one little cameo i'm just kind of like oh man i hope they don't like what's it called um water it down water it down yeah that's that's kind of what i'm nervous about but so we'll what see. I'm
0: hearing a little bit is like that this is going to like it's it's laying the seeds for World War Hulk. But I'm wondering what that's going to look like for sure, because either way, they're going to have to. F- I don't know if it's like his son dies or they think his son dies or if they end up going back to uh, Sakaar for any other reason. But him going there tells us, one, we have another young Avenger. Uh, and two, that they could definitely be setting up World War Hulk. Uh, who knows how they're going to do it, but it I mean, the signs are there.
3: I mean, as long as they don't do it like Thor.
1: Love and Thunder, like,
2: where like
0: they Jane make Foster. three movies yeah. in one,
1: and then they ruin yeah. the three
2: storylines yeah. together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has to be his own thing, and yeah. it's going to have to take some time,
2: but we'll see.
3: I talked a lot of trash when Luigi said that he's like, maybe it'll be World War. I was like, Yeah, right. That's not gonna happen. That's way too much information. And then sure as shit, what happens at the end of the episode? And I was oh, like, no, I'm no. sorry, you were right. Okay, maybe, maybe you're right. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, see again, that's what makes me nervous. I'm like, oh, are they gonna try and cram it into one movie? If so, I don't think it's gonna be good. So well, that's I think probably by the- that
0: time they might actually get the rights back to make a Hulk movie, which is why they're trying to do that now, because they've been those rights have been held on to, but I think by Universal for like all, over ten years now, I think they yeah. had the rights for fifteen years, so those those
1: rights are going to run out soon mm. hopefully, man, hopefully because believe it when I see it <laughs> I just want to get I just want them to get it right, you know so
3: yeah, me too so quick question, so if um after She-Hulk and then like calling out all the tropes and like pretty much the Marvel Disney formula. Mm-hmm. How do you guys think it's going to go after being that they had called themselves out on their shit? <laughs> I
0: think Marvel's in a... I mean, Marvel's not in trouble. But they're definitely like in a weird place where they're self-aware. So they have to address it in some way. But I don't think they're going to fully abandon the formula. The formula works with certain things. I just think that they do need to expand uh, and do different things. That's why certain movies that weren't exactly the same formula worked so well but then you look at like spider-man uh no way home that's definitely a marvel formula film and it it works
2: oh, it on every hit. level
0: like i i want to watch that movie again just talking about it right now i want to watch that right now too <laughs> but then um, i mean you look at some of the projects that we were talking about with as Vision. much as WandaVision is amazing moon, moon night loki With as much as people didn't like it as well, I think it's still a pretty solid movie. Was Eternals like it didn't follow the same exact formula? It still had a typical bad guy that didn't really need to be there, but it didn't follow the same exact formula. It was more so about the Eternals figuring out their own place within the world of man, and that was that was a cool storyline. Yeah, man, I was just experimenting with these new things. I low key liked it. Like I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it. I liked it more than Love and Thunder. I'll say that. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, mm. I right. know it's a low bar. <laughs> no,
3: I I think they're like.
0: Oh, you equal. didn't you didn't enjoy Eternals that much either.
3: Well, I mean, I didn't think they were either. Were like it was a little bit of a miss for both of me or both for those for me. It was okay, awkward okay. saying it, you know. Um, but at least Thor was a little fun. You know what I mean? That's the true. other one. I was kind of falling asleep in some of it.
1: Oh, so it does, it drags in some cases. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I can see. That. I feel that. No, what do yeah, you that's think, respectful. Jason, um, about the whole formula? Again, I'm just kind of. Uh, well, I was telling Luigi before you hopped on. Um, the CGI there there was a new trailer that came out for Ant Man, mm-hmm. and they're trying to I don't know they're trying to show like all this a whole new world to us. But if the CGI is going to be Anything like it was for like Thor, Love, and Thunder and some moments in She-Hulk, I'm kind of nervous about it. And I, I, I'm all for them recognizing that their formula, like, all right, we got to change some stuff. Because again, there's a lot of moments that I love from a bunch of stuff that's been coming out. Like like I said, WandaVision, uh, Loki, like it's all different. So I wouldn't mind different stuff. But yeah, I wouldn't say completely leave the formula. There's some stuff that actually need it in my opinion, but... Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why they've been so successful for 10 years, right? Yeah, I'm 50-50
0: on it. I I think... I I stand by it. Like, it works in some cases, but it doesn't have to be the end-all be-all for MCU. Yeah.
1: Not all characters require that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, I'm gonna do a quick review of Black Adam, and then Gabby's gonna leave us, sadly. Sorry. But let's get into it. So we went and saw black adam this weekend jason i know you haven't seen it
2: yet yeah
0: there were some pretty cool things about that movie i would say i think the fight scenes well really really good
1: well before you before you go on before you give me your opinion on this jermaine and eric uh (laughs) have been on this episode so shout out to them had an opinion about it too and they really loved it eric He's definitely a prisoner of the moment I think sometimes and he said it was one of the best DCU movies he's ever seen. Wow.
0: Like more than Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Well that, that's Batman what he was? said in his
1: text messages right? Like he said oh, like, yeah, hey, yeah, this is right. phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I was like this was phenomenal. Alright. But carry on. So now I what did your say? on it. Uh, he said it was great. Um, but Jermaine Jermaine enjoys movies. He loves blockbuster movies and mm. what I like about Jermaine is he's like I know what I'm going in for in this movie i know the character he's a very huge nerd just like luigi let's say you guys a little bit more nerdy than i am for sure (laughs) and you guys know more of these characters than i do so when he goes in he's like i know i'm i'm just going in to be entertained and i love that about jermaine for sure like when he goes into movies like i just want to be entertained i don't care if the script was bad like am i getting what i need out of this film is what he always tells himself and he got what he needed out of this film apparently so That being said, go ahead. Take it, Luigi and Gabby. All right. So,
0: (laughs) I mean, I thought the fight scenes, I will agree. The fight scenes, they are up to par with any fight scene, really, that I've seen in pretty much any of the superhero films, right? Like the Hawkman Black Adam fight scenes were great. The main villain fight scene was great. The slow motion fight scenes, which there were more than one, and they looked fantastic. Yeah especially the first one when black adam is going through the that paramilitary group mm. really cool to watch and look listen before i say this i understand that it is the rock but i didn't love the way he portrayed the character in the movie as much as i would have hoped mm. i thought some of his i thought some of his jokes landed but it felt like it wasn't so the rock is good at playing the rock if that makes it, sense that's yes. what i was going to
1: ask like was he just playing the rock
0: no no he was Which trying I to play more of a more of a serious role and i'm not going to lie i think it would have served him a little bit better i know that black adam is more of a well spoken character mm-hmm. so that might be part of why he he was more specific and he obviously like played on the idea that he was a man out of time, right? Like he was learning all these new phrases and that's very much for the kids, which is great. But there were moments where I was like, I hate to say this, but I kind of wish you were more Hobbes and Shaw than, than really? you're being right now. Yeah, like I needed a little more, a little more of the rock in there because the character was falling flat for me. Mm. And I don't know if that's the comic character because I don't know enough about Black Adam, but he strikes me as like kind of a son of a bitch. And that's what I see. I, that's what I see his, his Fast and Furious character. Yeah, like, like a son a, of a like bitch. A,
1: like a dark protagonist.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and there were moments where I was like, I don't love that. I'm not saying that I hate the movie, by the way. I would still give it like a 6.0. Oh. That's, yeah, it's a 6.0 for me. Like, I enjoyed watching the movie. I, I had fun with it. I would watch it again. Um, I liked his suit. I I just felt like at times it was just it didn't feel natural and then there were scenes where the humor even with other characters felt a bit forced and I was like ah, some of this feels out of place because they're trying to make a dark movie but they're throwing in almost like Marvel style humor in random places but it doesn't land as well as I would like it to. Now that being said there are moments where the humor lands really really well. I think there were moments, for example, where I thought the uncle character, there's an uncle in there. A lot of his lines were solid. They didn't make me ha laugh, but I was like, oh, this is well-placed. There were other times where some of the humor just, it, it didn't hit for me. Uh, what did you think, Kenny?
3: I liked it. I Actually, I had really low expectations. Like, I was excited because it's The rock. Yeah. Um, and I love him. But... I thought he was gonna do the rock. You know what I mean? Like Kevin so Hart I've does heard. Kevin Hart. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all talk about Anadmas and Doja Moving Cat. On. Anyways, oh anyways.
1: Idris Elba. I heard I'm not allowed to talk about him in front of you.
3: Oh well.
1: All right. Anyways, well,
3: just, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, so um the rock. I thought he was going to do the rock, just like Kevin Hart does Kevin Hart and to me I I was getting kind of played out by them like by that portrayal that they always do and he didn't which I could see how it landed flat for Luigi. I actually was surprised cuz I was like holy shit, he the rock can keep his mouth shut. Not in an ugly way, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. not say some witty smart ass thing. It it was more brooding. It, it doesn't so.
1: matter
0: what you think. No. <laughs> yeah see that's the thing the whole brooding conversation we talked about it and the rock looks brooding but when he speaks it doesn't come off as like naturally brooding it's like his personality doesn't actually work with it yeah so there were times where it just came off as awkward now there were other times where i loved his character like i thought it landed really well and uh, other people would probably think it's really cheesy because it's very much a superhero trope but like this kid tells him to use a line, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, tell him the man in black's at you. And he keeps trying to use the line, but he messes it up, right? I thought that was great. And it it pays uh, homo- uh, homage, homage? It pays homage. Sorry, that took me a second to get there. But it pays homage to uh, the Fistful of Dollars and Good, Bad and Ugly movies because he definitely like does a scene. He watches a scene from those movies and then later he he imitates it. Because he clearly, like, he's already being affected by pop culture. Like, he clearly likes it. So I thought those were really cool things. But there were times when when he's just speaking as a character and he just feels so flat. You're like, there is no personality coming out of you. I don't know if that's blackout.
3: But his face said otherwise. Yeah, I, mean, I mean to be to be you know, see
0: to me his face looked was insane. he doing the rock face
3: no dude surprisingly no I was waiting for him to raise an eyebrow and he didn't
0: no he didn't raise his eyebrow it was just like a brooding slightly well, angry how face hard would no, that be but for he him was like, not to
3: raise an eyebrow I think they had to like tape it down or something is what I heard yeah
1: yeah
3: yeah that's
1: hilarious trying not to stay there yeah <laughs> no
3: I I liked it I mean I wouldn't. I wouldn't i would watch it again i wouldn't watch it in a movie again no. i'm trying to compare it to like movies that that's kind of how i like I've... when i listen to y'all i'm always like what oh, would i read it So i'm always on the listener end mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but <laughs> but i just think of it like would i watch it again in a movie theater would i automatically give it like an eight eight and change so like woman king i would watch it again in a movie theater
2: Yeah, this is a Douglas movie. I wouldn't Mm. watch
3: this one in a movie theater again, but I would watch it again. So I'm gonna say Mm. close to a seven, but probably like a six point eight, like around there.
0: Yeah, see, I my thing is also I give it a six because I don't know if I'd buy it. I don't think I would buy it, but I will watch the sequel. Like you you bet I'm gonna go see the sequel. Like I think they set up his character really well. And I'm excited to see him. And there's some really cool stuff in this movie that like leads into the DCEU. And I thought, I thought overall they set him up really well. And I want to see him fight Shazam. Oh my God, that'll be a fun movie to watch. Because mm-hmm. I think well, the fact that Shazam is so pop culture and such a little kid, you know, yeah. and, he's yeah, like, and, and seeing him like react to that is going to be fantastic.
1: All right. Yeah, fair enough. Well, By the you... way, guys, a movie that I did see twice, the most recent one was Spider-Man at a movie theater because you just oh. had to you just had to and then before yeah. that very popular one for me but Luigi doesn't like Tenet which one Tenet oh I saw that twice in movie theaters I saw it uh one on IMAX one not on IMAX
3: wow so I haven't seen that movie yet
1: that's it's fun it's, it's great <laughs> don't listen to him. it's phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> well
3: after his review I'm kind of like I don't know if I want to watch
1: it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, it's it. If you like Christopher Nolan films, you should give it a shot. Um, it's but definitely better the second time around because yeah. I I caught a lot more stuff the second time around watching it. And even I felt the third like time. it was
0: very indulgent for him. I felt like it was a movie he made just to see if he could make it.
1: Yeah. So mm. I don't know. Anyway,
0: we're not talking about that movie right now. We're talking The point, about is, <laughs> point is, we're talking got- about Black Adam. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. I give it, it. a 6.0. I would recommend people go watch it. It's not going to change your world. It is very much like all the other superhero movies, but that's not necessarily
1: a bad thing. Yep. So yeah, so it's it's a movie that I didn't really want to go see in theaters, but should I or should I just wait?
2: Mm. Catch it
1: on a matinee. Yes. Matinee price. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah you won't fair fair enough. be super pissed off watching it
0: on matinee you'll enjoy it you'll be like oh yeah that was cool that was cool like that's how i felt coming out of it i was like that was cool i like the character i'm gonna watch it again like not not the movie itself but i want to see him again
3: i think i think it would it's cool to see it on a big screen
0: yeah and i think the rock will i think the rock will settle into the character now that he doesn't have to worry about his origin story
3: Mm.
0: Hmm.
1: fair enough fair enough
3: yeah all right
0: thanks
1: for being on with us
3: yeah, thanks for having me. It was yeah, fun. Gabby. And you guys are awesome. Thanks for having me too.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe next time a full episode. Maybe
3: <laughs> if my anxiety doesn't get to me before
2: it. Oh, yeah. Come on, do
3: this. Also, before I go, I just want to say <laughs> they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, I love Hocus Pocus, Jason. Every single time I hear them talking about it, I'm like, no, nah, man. No.
1: Thank you. Oh, Thank nobody you. Nobody has your back.
3: And I just want to say when you I don't care if they have it, my
1: back or not. <laughs>
3: no, nah, man. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> uh, we did a whole ass party for Hocus Pocus 2 with the kids and everything. And it was so worth it. And I liked oh, it. Oh and man. you
1: do it. And I'm glad you had fun. I yeah, it, it was, was great. Was great it was you. great.
2: It was great. You know,
1: you. you know what's funny? We were supposed to do one, but um Jamie's friend's cousin got sick and she was oh. gonna have it. So and they were going to go on a trip soon so we didn't want to make we just wanted to make sure that they didn't get sick so we uh didn't end up doing it but we had we had, we had a little one at, at, at our house and uh we both enjoyed it you know
3: yeah i'm glad you had- yeah <laughs> she- we
1: classic disney channel that's movie. what i'm talking about no. i tell
3: luigi it's the same thing guys,
1: and I, agree. <laughs> I agree i agree i agree but again all like of them his mom on. didn't want to see i, I cable, can't hear you anymore see
3: so you later. Bye. Bye. for everything you
2: do i appreciate it all the good episodes appreciate having bye, bye, you Gabby. on Alrighty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i love that uh, shadow. When up. did
0: this turn into the hocus pocus happy hour? jesus hey man it's spooky season still technically
1: Yeah, that's true that's true all right let's move on one of the badge
0: house of dragon finale this is finale episode final cheers for fears she hulk finale and now house of the dragon jason now that you've watched the full first season house of the dragon are you gonna watch season two my friend
1: oh hell yeah dude Uh, so we're waiting for the finale to watch game of thrones so that's that's gonna hold us off until season two comes out
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you might not be done with Game of Thrones by the time Season 2 comes out. Uh, Challenge accepted, my friend. That's like 72 hours of show. We got this. We got this. All right, fair enough. So we're going to get into it, guys. Last episode on Episode 9, it was all about Alicent and the crowning of Aegon as heir. This episode takes a very different tone, and it's all about Rhaenyra and receiving the news that Aegon has been crowned heir and how she reacts to it. And I
1: I will say this before we move forward, a lot more respect for Rhaenyra after this last episode. I will say that. This episode, my
0: God. So she receives the news from Rhaenys that her father is dead, that she has now been usurped by Aegon as the rightful heir. And then she goes into labor over the stress of it and has a premature child who dies.
1: Which um, can I say something before you continue? Go ahead. I saw that episode, that that scene, and it was really rough watch for me, dude. And I immediately, like, right after, I had to text my sister. I was like, "Hey, are you watching House of Dragon?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "Okay." if you do end up watching it, I recommend not watching the last episode or at least a part of that last episode. And she was like, why? So then I have to tell her and she's like, wow. Okay. Thank you. I was like, yeah. Like if it was rough for me to watch, like I, I don't want to put you through that. So I feel like this show had a lot of uncomfortable scenes for, for us to watch. Right. Oh my the whole God. Incest thing. The whole, um, the people with their fetish and feeding and things that you have to do just to a lot of uncomfortable scenes. Uh, I yeah. Would say this that. show so. like
0: I mean, it really made a thing out of uh, making you uncomfortable. I feel like a lot more so than game of Thrones did game of Thrones was more about shock factor. Mm-hmm. This one is like about, uh, about making you uncomfortable, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, it goes into that. So she loses her child. God, it is devastating. They have Ugh, to, rough they have dude. to, they have to bury the, well, they do a funeral ceremony for the baby. They don't bury their kids, right? If you're Targaryen, they, you know, they cremate you and just watching it. And in that scene, I want to be cremated actually. I do too. Nice. Okay, cool. In that scene, you can tell that Rhaenyra is just feeling so
1: low. Like there's just nothing left for her, right? But how this, symbolic is that though? when we see the first few episodes of house of dragon the series is going through the same thing mhm having to put his newborn baby there's a lot of mirror it.
0: images in the yeah. show absolutely and you know what else i felt like the baby the baby was also a representation of what she had lost in terms of like her father and her her right to the throne yep it felt very much yep. like she had lost quite
1: a bit wow. it was it was very Way purposeful to put that, Luigi i love it damn i didn't yeah i see that now now that you say it i didn't even think about that well put my friend
0: thanks thanks and so it man professional
1: potter over here
0: okay (laughs) go ahead it it all felt like it was very much coming to a head and then you see a guy i can't remember his name guys i'm sorry but one of the king's guard comes up and they all put their swords out and he's like look i pledge my I pledge my loyalty Eric. to you Eric and he gives her the crown that her father had in- except Renes cuz she's waiting for her husband so I respect that she's like listen we're going to make this decision together.
1: Yes I love that. Um Eric is the twin from the other one that is pledging to Yeah. Yeah it was
0: it was interesting to watch all that
1: go down. And how she's at
0: her lowest and she sees that there are people who are on her side. And do that she's her. got, Yeah, she's got people on her back. I'll tell you what though, Damon, God, he was just ready. He was ready. He's been itching for war and he's My, like, let's got God, all, let's all these preparations. He's ready to do it. And I cannot wait because I feel like it's either going to be Jace or Damon who ends up fighting Amond on Dragonback at some point. And we'll talk about that later, but Ooh. So Rhaenyra is is now queen and she is trying queen to be queen of Dragonstone. Yeah, queen of Dragonstone right or now. Or other people think that she should be queen of the Seven Kingdoms. The Seven Kingdoms. And she's got all these people who are on her side and they're trying to figure out who their allies are and she's talking to Rhaenys and she's showing restraint as they say in the whole episode she is showing restraint. And that's what Renice respects about her. Everyone wants her to run into war. And she's like, well, hold on. I need to see who our allies are. And honestly, I, I want to do what's best for the kingdom. If me doing this is not best for the kingdom, then I don't know if I should do it. If there's nothing pushing me to do it, then if I have to let this go, then I like, you could tell that she's willing to let go of the crown. You can mm-hmm. see it. Now we'll talk about what happens towards the end of the episode, but as this is going, she tells Damon, "She's like, but we have to. I mean, you have to remember the prophecy. Like, we can't just plunge into war." Damon has no idea what she's talking about, and as she's talking about it, he chokes her.
2: He He's chokes like, her. Up.
0: That's the first time I've ever seen Damon be violent with Rhaenyra, which I found interesting because before he had always shown her the utmost respect, and that was the first time that he was just like, "I don't give a
1: fuck." Well, well, to me personally, I think he got pissed because. She's like, oh shit, Viserys never told you the prophecy. And if he never told you the prophecy, is because he never, he never, never saw you king. as the heir. And that yeah. upset him and I think that's why he choked her.
0: Yeah, and so he has no idea what the prophecy is. And it's an important prophecy, so watch Game of Thrones. Um, well,
1: I mean, I don't know the prophecy, but it, it seems very important It based plays off in, of yeah, it yeah, plays based into, off what we saw.
0: Yeah, it plays into a lot of stuff in Game of Thrones, too. But anyway.
1: Well, I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm doing a little twerk dance right now. Just like we're
2: getting ready to watch this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So all of
0: these different things are happening. Corliss finally shows up. That's Rhaenys' husband. They're the, they are the rulers of Driftmark. They have the large navy. Uh, he reports, you know, he's pretty much saying, like, I'm done chasing the crown. I'm not going to help anybody, blah, blah, blah. And Renice is actually like, listen, those kids are still our family. She is still the rightful queen. She's the only one that's shown, like, any logic when everyone wants her to fight. She's like, we got to back her. And sure enough, he goes. He's questioning her, of course. I think to see, like, if she's got, you know, she's got the balls to answer him back. And she does. She's like, he's like, you know, all these people pledged to you. Sure, this was then. And she's and she looks at him. He's, she's like, "As did you?" And then he stops and he's like, "And I still do." He pretty much says, Ooh, "I'm still pledged to you." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Damn, okay, okay." I okay. love Corlys. I, like I love Corlys. Is man. dope, man. Yeah. He's great. I really wish Lannor were around right now, but I know he would complicate everything. But <sighs> yeah, definitely. We could use him as a soldier. You know what I'm saying? And so all of these different things are happening. They're saying they're pretty much saying like we can count on the Starks. We might be able to count on the Baratheons. Uh, a few other people. The Lannisters, mean, are River definitely, the Lannisters are definitely against us. The Lannisters uh, suck, man. They, oh,
1: they're fucking worse. Watch <laughs> Game of Thrones and you'll know what I mean. The Lannisters are the fucking worst. All right. So the first Lannister I got introduced to was Jason. Of course, dude. We know this, bro. Anyone named Jason is a piece of shit, bro. We just <laughs> know this. <laughs> Dad, just
0: God, who would name their child that? You know, that's why the Red Ranger was always the worst.
1: Anyway. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Don't, <laughs>
1: don't disrespect the Red Ranger like that, my friend. I just played that. Just played Fun that. fact, Jason stands for Healer. and Healer, like he's a healer.
0: Oh, interesting. And yeah,
1: I don't know. I, I doubt my parents knew that, but that's what that means. So, Interesting. All right.
0: So they're trying to figure out who their allies are. And so they start sending people out to find out who they are. And see if they can get any respect. Of course, they get a visit from the hand himself, Otto Hightower, that piece of shit. And he's pretty much saying, not the feet guy.
1: Okay. (laughs) No, no, no. The hand and the feet weren't there? Just the hand? Just the hand. Just the hand. Uh, Top tier meme. Top tier
0: meme. Top tier meme. So they're pretty much telling her, like, hey, stand down. You can get whatever you want. You have all these things that we're going to offer you.
1: Just don't try to take the throne, or we'll destroy you. What was the offer again? Like, hey, you can still be the queen of this, blah blah blah. Right? Is is that what it was? I mean, it was
0: it was several things and several lands. Like, all their kids would uh would still be the, the lords of certain houses and all this other stuff, and they would get more lands and something else. There there was a lot of stuff that they put on the table. Very reasonable. It was reasonable. a generous offer. It was very
2: a generous. generous. Offer. Yes. And By... so she's
1: considering it. I'm thinking Allison was the one that kind of pushed that.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Opinion. I'm
1: sure Otto
0: yeah. didn't, didn't quite care that much about how much she got. He was like, let's go to war. The okay, whole kingdom saying, will be I'm on my
1: side. Trying Suppose. to dodge my <laughs> girl Allison here. Anyways, continue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so as this
0: happens, uh, she decides to send out people to see, like, if there's anybody who's even willing to fight for her, right? Is there anyone who's like, no, you are the rightful queen? And she sends her sons because they want to go. They say, no, we want to go. We have dragons. It means more to have royalty go and visit, right? They were going to send ravens. They were going to send ravens. But dragons. They, they mean more. They're faster. Yeah. And they they have more of a presence, right? And so Jace is going to go visit, I think it's River Run, and then go to Winterfell in the north, which is a long travel. And House Baratheon is much closer by. So she sends the younger son Luke to Baratheon, and we're following Luke. He's on dragon back. He's, he's getting there. It's in the rain on his dragon. And His dragon is still an
1: adolescent, right? So he gets there, and guess who's there, Jason? We see the big, big dragon. So who has the big dragon right now? Aemon. Yeah, so Va- I think mm-hmm. it's Vagar, right? Vagar is the
0: name of the dragon.
1: The big dragon, yeah. Huge,
0: guy. huge. The biggest dragon. Uh, I think that Westeros has ever known. If I'm not mistaken, correct. And that thing is enormous. And that's Aemon's dragon, right? So he knows Aemon is there. Yeah, he stole it. Well, not stole it, claimed it first. Well, I I wouldn't say steal. I'd still say it's a steal because they were still grieving. I mean, they didn't even get a chance. Yeah. Now he has already gone in and offered lands and a wife or to wife his daughters uh, all these different things that the that the high towers slash Aegon are offering and so Luke comes in and he's like I have a note from my mother and it's pretty much like a reminder of who the area is pledged to and, and not he's offering like that's anything. it yeah he pretty much tells him leave and Aemond wants to start a fight he's like take out your own eye yeah it's like hey,
1: before t- you leave you, you still mm-hmm. owe me an eye for an eye and he tries to
0: fight him right there, and and I'll give it, I'll give him that. The head of the Baratheon house is like, not here,
1: you're not doing this here, not in my house. And he's they're like, just hey, a child, and they yeah, escort. Make Luke. sure, yeah, make sure Luke gets home safe. Like, escort him out. And
0: so he gets to his dragon, and he sees that Vagar is gone. That means Aemon ran to his dragon so that he could chase Luke. And so he's in the rain. He's going through the rain, and he, you just see. I mean, as I mentioned, Luke's the dragon is, just is an adolescent. That shit was. Epic. It is. Like he's flying. Maybe a, and... Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's Sorry, what, I a just... tenth, maybe a twentieth of the size of that dragon? Dude, definitely a twentieth a, a of that size. But I like the way they captured it. Like he's flying in the rain mm-hmm. and there's dark clouds above him, but mm-hmm. you can't see anything until like a lightning strikes and you can just you see this big huge shadow, shadow oh of just how God. big that dragon is and sure enough like the dragon
0: starts chasing him and Amon's on it he's egging him on and he he has this dragon snap at luke's dragon and these are still wild animals right so luke veers off and disappears into the clouds Amon can't quite see him and luke's dragon is no longer listening to luke he's like obey me obey me and he will not obey and he breathes fire into Vagar's face. Now, this was not Luke's command. And once he breathes fire into Vagar's face, Vagar also stops listening to Amond, and Vagar starts moving on his own. And sh- and Amond is like, "No, obey me, obey me, Vagar." And at that moment, this is the head of the show. This is the Ooh. shock moment for me. I was like, "Oh my god,
1: bro. I saw that coming. The I, whole time, the whole time that was happening, I was like, "Luke's gonna die. Luke's gonna die. Luke's gonna die." Yeah, yeah. Jamie was not, like, "No, I see it no." And I was like, "No, he's 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 dead. This was gonna cause the war." Like, yeah. In my head, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, good call. Because <laughs> sure enough, Vagar You bites. think he makes it out though? Like he's fighting through the storm, gets above the storm, uh-huh. clear as day. It looks right, the sun. You can see it, peaceful, right? You think that's peace, right? you know symbolism great way to do it nope all of a sudden Vagar just comes pops out, out
0: bites that dragon in half with Luke on it and you just see the body and then the pieces of dragon falling from the sky into the into the ocean
1: what I did like though Amon was just like no like no 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 like he didn't want that to happen he just wanted to kind of frighten
2: mm-hmm. Luke
1: you know Oh yeah, yeah. He and wanted just... he wanted to terrorize Luke for sure. Yeah, that's like his I favorite mean, thing to do. His eye. Yeah, for taking his eye. Um, a lot of emotions, and again, I Amon, I'm pretty sure, just feels like, whoa, what, what did I just kind of do in that moment? I can't imagine how pissed his mom is going to be. Allison. Yeah. Oh, furious. In like holy crap! He, but I mean, she in never that had moment, control yeah.
0: of her sons.
1: Yeah, in that moment, Amon definitely let his emotions kind of get the best of him. Because again, the the episode before, like he would be a good king if he would have just let that go when he was a kid and they were all just teasing him by giving him a pig and stuff. Like you you see him as an adolescent, like how like I'm just tired of people teasing me. I just want people to take me serious. But at the same time, like now that you have all this power and you have the big dragon, you kind of let that go to your head and you lost control over your own dragon, and it's just. Oh, I love Eamon still. I know this just happened, but I really like him as a character, and I think there's gonna be a I lot of characters intri- I think he's an intriguing character. Those are my favorite characters because they just you see a lot more growth in those characters, and that's why I think Damon's even growing on me. I hate that fool at the beginning. Now, like
2: he's growing yeah. on me. Yeah. Even he's, Rainier, he's honestly, better.
1: man. I thought it was Queen Allison, but like after like this whole thing, that she's growing on me.
0: So Yo, I mean, Rhaenyra, yeah, she's she's my girl, man. Now, <laughs> the news comes back to Rhaenyra. Just remember, guys, she has lost her father. She has lost her her right to the heir of being the queen of the Seven Kingdoms and being the first female queen, like female leader of the Seven Kingdoms. She has lost her unborn child that came out birthed. and now she receives news. That her middle son has been murdered by Amond Her little Nightower. brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. By yes, her little half brother. Yes. I dude. forget that they are siblings.
1: Yes. It's just, that, they're dude, like, I forgot nothing about alike. that too until Jamie told me. She's like, Yeah, dude, that's how fucked up that your brother killed your son. I was like, That's right. That is such a good point.
0: And her face, like first, you see the loss, like in her body crunched over. She's holding her stomach. from sure, still thinking about the other child she just lost. And then she straightens up, turns around, and she and looks, faces looks, the camera. She looks like she is Menacing. a woman on a mission. Yes, dude. And then it cuts, and the show's over. Let God, this war begin. An and that's yeah, what
1: the store. That's the start of the war for sure. Well, what's it called? The Dance of Dragons? Or what's it called? Mm-hmm.
0: The Dance of yeah. Dragons. Yeah. The, the Civil War has begun. I mean, what an episode. What a season. What a great start to this show. It's, I mean, it feels different from Game of Thrones, but it also feels very similar. You'll know what I mean when you watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Different and similar at the same time. And I, I'm loving it, man. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I can't wait to see season two um i'm glad i'm glad that it's over just because there's so many other things to watch right now but it, there is going to be a a game of thrones size hole on my sundays now now that that show's gone
1: <laughs> i'll tell you this once we start watching game of thrones how about this after every season that i watch we finish
0: mm-hmm. i'll just give
1: a little breakdown of what my thoughts were on that
0: how about that let me know when you're watching episodes or the
1: legit man i will
0: re-watch like i will re-watch okay. that show maybe not the whole thing but there's a lot of there's a lot of that. I've rewatched it maybe four or five times already. Like I'm down to watch it
1: again. <laughs> All right, man. Except the final season, right? <laughs> uh,
0: even the final season, there are some cool things in it. It's just what people may disagree. But what my problem with the final two seasons was, and I still like season seven. Season eight is disappointing. But what it is is those two seasons. First of all, could have been full seasons. They only did half seasons. And even at that, they probably could have been longer seasons. Like, there was still a lot more story to tell to make it all feel natural compared to the rest of the show. And you'll know what I mean, because the show is like a slow burn. It's got a lot going on, but it's also a slow burn. And then they suddenly rushed it all at the end because the creators wanted to move on to make a Star Wars movie. And then it turns out that they... Pretty much stepped down from doing the Star Wars movie because Disney was like, "You fucked this up. We don't want you anymore." So, it just it bothers me that I know why they did it, and I know that, I know that they had trouble because they could have taken their time, and after that, there was no more story left. Exactly. They to be creative with their own. And I don't think they asked for any help from the man who wrote the films, George R. R. Martin, or any any other writers. Well, there's no more books left. Yeah. Like they had passed to the books by seasons, by the end of season six.
1: Mm. So season seven, that's where it started kind of crumbling.
0: That's exactly where it crumbled. After the books were done, you could tell that they couldn't figure out what to do with the show and they weren't prepared for it. And they, it doesn't seem like they sought out the right kind of help. And you'll see what I mean when you get there, but there's a lot of really cool things that still happened in those last, in those last two seasons. I still love season seven Season eight, I see the problems. I I like it, except for the way it completely ended. Like, there's a specific storyline that I'm like, man, if you had played this out right, I wouldn't feel as annoyed by this. But it just, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right the way it all ended. But anyway, we're moving on. So, (laughs) feature presentation, guys. Welcome to the final edition of Cheers for Fears. For this Halloween season. It's coming to an end sadly. We wanted to go out with a bang guys. So we're doing our greatest horror themed films of all time. Now mind you guys there are a few caveats here. One. They are they have to be films that both Jason and I have seen. And two they have to be films that
1: both he and I agreed on. Right Jason. Definitely agree. But can can we do the more. Easier quick one first
0: oh absolutely we're gonna get down to it right now thrill seekers but we're gonna do our favorite since it is halloween time we're gonna do some of our favorite candies
1: halloween candy and halloween candy yeah when you're going when you're as a kid knocking at the door well we didn't knock right we were just like trick or treat right ring the doorbell break it down again luigi was able to go in first and put his first in, so a lot of his a lot of his picks would have been mine. Okay, guys. Oh, really? I thought it was just one. Yeah, mostly just one. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, well, that and another one. Your second one. Oh, really? Another That's idea. my favorite candy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's like my favorite candy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let, let's get to it, guys. What were your favorite things to get when you? You saw that candy drop into your bag, dude. Uh,
0: Honestly, man, I loved getting individual Reese's Cups. Like, I loved them. Even the little ones that were wrapped in foil or the ones that were in the bag. I did not care. Those were so good.
1: Bro, you know, maybe an unpopular opinion, but I kind of low-key like Reese's Pieces more than I do like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups.
0: I could be... there's a weird group of people that like that that you're included in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, there's people that like that. I am not one of them. I'll say that. But there are a lot of people that like Reese's pieces uh, more than oh, Reese's.
1: Yeah, but oh, dude, Reese's obviously peanut butter. A lot of people fan of chocolate and peanut butter. That's yeah, man. Yeah. Of course. Who Did you know that that's that?
0: the the highest selling chocolate uh, at any t- at any given time? I, I believe it. Reese's sells more than any other than any other candy. I I, I
1: honestly believe it, dude, because like literally everyone I freaking know loves that candy. Yeah, I don't know anyone that doesn't good. like Reese's. It's yeah, oh, it's so good. It's crazy. Yeah, so good. It's again, it's that peanut butter and chocolate, dude. Yeah, um, and it's like slightly
0: salty peanut butter that it's got a, like a different texture. It's, it's not smooth. It's almost like a. It's almost crumbly. But not I don't I don't know how to describe it. But it's it's a different kind of peanut butter. It's good. Yeah. Uh,
1: for me, man, just because I was old oh, to this day when I was a kid, anytime that dropped in my in my candy bag, I was so excited because only only because and I'm explaining this right now. It's, it's blow pops, not tootsie pops. Not tootsie pops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you would see a tootsie pop drop, and you're like, ah, oh, that's cool. Or you'd see well, like one of those like little blo- like those little lollipops like. The dum-dums? Just, yeah, dum-dums. Or you can just break off and then you're just like, alright, whatever. I get these like at the dentist. <laughs> right, very ironic, right? Um, or at Banks, you know, you just like for the little kids. Yes, they always had them at Banks too. But yeah. dude, the blow pops, man, like they're so sweet and then as soon as you get to the center bubble, gum. bubble gum, dude. Boom. Yeah. My favorite one was like the blue one was kind of like Blue raspberry, I think that's my favorite one. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, that one was good. That was so a very so delicious, dude. Yeah. So yeah, dude. I was so excited when that dropped in my candy bag. You're like, yes, a good lollipop. So
0: my next one is actually my favorite candy all time. Uh I've liked it since I was a kid. So seeing this whenever I was I was a kid, I loved it. And every once in a while they would give you a full size candy bar of this one. Kit
1: Kats, man. Oh, dude, Kit Kats, bro. Give Same. me a break. Give me
0: a break. Give break me a break. Break me, me a, a piece of, of that Kit, Kit, Kit Kat bar. bar.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah
1: dude, that would, that would have been one of mine, too. That was like one of the, another one that I was excited about. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I got the
0: heavy hitters, man, not going to lie. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in here and write these down now. Yeah, and you know what? I've actually had a few different kinds of Kit Kats. My favorite is dark chocolate.
1: Mm. You, you know which one I used to like when I was a kid? Oh. Kit Kat, Big Cat. It was just a big, thick Kit Kat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah, yeah. I
0: remember those. I remember those yeah. things are
1: huge, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, some big boys. Uh, it was good. I don't know why I, I love those too all Kit Kat bars. So what's your next one, Jason? Dude, I still love these to this day. <laughs> low key. Um, when I used to work at uh, my different office, so like they'd add, they would get you like little gifts for your birthday and stuff, because I was an account manager, so I oversaw um two people. So like on your anniversary, like we, we would do things for each other, right? We like we get them like a little gift basket of like our favorite candies and stuff like that. And uh to this day, man, I still love them to this day because they're so sweet and so good. Uh, ring pops, bro, love ring pops. Low-key, one of my favorite like candies out there.
0: You know, I've honestly only had them a couple times. I don't really remember what they taste like.
1: They just look so um, uh, weird when you eat them as as a thirty one year old male, <laughs> man. Chewing a ring pop. <laughs> you just got your on fist on your, pop, your face. Just, yeah, you know, just like kind of like sucking on it, dude. Like it. It looks weird, but dude, they're so delicious. I don't care, dude. What I usually do is I just break the whole thing and just just suck on it on my mouth, like that's it, and just just not have it on my ring and just like licking it constantly. I just break the whole thing and and <laughs> just, just like, it like pop that. it in your
0: mouth. Oh, yeah, done. dude. Yeah, yeah, That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. The I actually oh, but dude, there's it a hard so candy good. that I like too. Yeah, that is very similar to ring pops. I think I don't know how
1: the taste. I have a a problem with; those are those are really good, but like my problem is, it just gets stuck to your teeth, bro. Yeah, that's fair.
0: That's fair. I never, I would never bite on them because of that reason.
2: I I was just like,
0: Ah. see, that was my thing. I was like, I'm not going to bite on it because I hate getting it stuck in my teeth. Uh, Jolly Ranchers. I love so Jolly Rancher. Me, oh me too, God, every almost every flavor was good. I, I can't even think of what like I liked watermelon, that one slapped. Uh, green apple was amazing. Cherry was good. Grape was good. Every water, every Jolly Rancher flavor was good. Cherry. Cherry's my favorite. Yeah, there were to me, you could have given me any of them, and I was
1: like, Yep, I'll take it. Yep. I agree. So good what about Love you, it. man? Uh I mean, where we grew up, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or where we grew up in El Paso, Texas. It's a border city. Our parents are Hispanic. <coughs> Your mom's Puerto Rican.
2: Yeah.
1: But I'm gonna go with Mexican candies, bro. They're they're undefeated, man. Especially Duvalin, the little creamy one, where you get that uh, little spoon yeah. and you eat it. Yeah. It's yeah. So good uh reggae rindos (sighs) dude i can't explain they kind of look like little thumbs and it was like a spicy candy but inside it had a little gooey spice inside it so delicious so it's like you you get to the center and then you get something different
0: you remember the bottle cap ones they were like chocolates that looked like bottle caps and then the inside it was like it was like a gooey caramel or something
1: do you remember those dude i can't i can't I can't recall.
0: I can't recall. Dude, those are so good. I actually just recently tried them. I was like, "Oh my god, where
1: were these in my childhood?" <laughs> I need and then, these uh, now. And especially the the mango spicy pops, right? Oh, dude, they were oh, just yeah. yeah. You know, specifically
0: it, the the mango ones
1: because the corn yeah. ones were fine, but and the uh, watermelons were okay, but the mango one just as soon as you got out of the spice, you got right into that the sweet sweet mango taste bro i'm not gonna lie to you
0: every time i took all the powder off i would throw the rest of the lollipop away what yeah and it didn't matter what flavor it was i was like all i wanted was the spice (laughs) (laughs) i was that person (laughs) i don't know if you've ever met anyone else that does that but i just took all the spicy powder off and threw. dude
1: well it was kind of rewarding because like you're licking you're licking all the spice off and your tongue is kind of like irritating you from all that lead you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally get to the sweet spot and you're like oh it's just so easy on the tongue after that you know what i'm talking about right yeah, oh, that, I, yeah. I hear you i hear yeah, you yeah uh so yeah dude shout out mexican candies man uh so dude, in, you got some mexican candies in there it was the best I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off you so for me
0: it was any candy that was spicy powdered Which was mostly Mexican candies. Like Lucas. It didn't matter. Yeah, Lucas, whatever it was, as long as it had that spicy powder on it, I would eat it. And like I mentioned, I would just take the powder off and probably throw the rest away if I didn't like it. It was just about the spicy powder.
1: Yeah, like, because most of of them came with like a hard candy and you lick it and you dump it into the powder and then you'd be able to lick it off, right?
0: Yeah, see, those were dope.
1: Those were were delicious. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I still mess with those to these day, although probably not good for me but
1: Definitely yeah not spi- good for any spicy powdered candies man
0: all right what That's you got awesome. next what you well, got yeah, next
1: to, <laughs> to piggyback off of what you said earlier actual size candy bars so you would go to a house and it doesn't matter what it would be you get an actual size snickers an actual size butterfinger an actual size whatever and you're like holy shit then you would leave that house and then like kids were walking. It's like, yo, that house, they actually give you the big candies, the actual candies, not the fun size one. So people start running it was like, oh, my God, these people are actually giving the actual size candy bars. Yo, shout out to those people. Like how much money do you have to spend to actually give out a ton, actual size candy? A ton, bars? Jason. You know how I know this?
0: I bought actual size candy bars last year. And initially they were for my students, but like I had a bunch of extra so um, i put them in with my with the candy that i bought dude i bought like two bags of candy i had those bro. extra full-size candy bars nobody came bro i had so much no extra one candy left oh, i mean don't man. get me wrong i had That's some kids but like i started giving out like but how handfuls of candy handfuls of it oh they were like awesome they you could tell they were super happy yeah they were super happy to, i mean dude. who doesn't
1: want the full-size candy bar it's a shame man like the whole trope about like hey watch out for strangers and putting candy in your in your in your bags your kids bags it's a reality nowadays i I had to start doing that Um, i haven't passed out candy in a couple years but i want to say three years ago dude like i was like we were ready dude i bought like tons and tons of bags but like i think maybe you only got like maybe four or five trick-or-treaters dude if that And we had a bunch of candy. So I just like literally grabbed scoops and just like boom, just threw it on there. I was like, they were so happy. Like, oh, thank you so much. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I ain't trying to eat all that. (laughs) Exactly. You're like, Eric was my roommate at the time. I was like, bro, I'm not trying to give him all the sweets, bro. He leaves all the rappers all around. Dude, how, this is my thing. How does an adult
0: person leave rappers around for anything? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't
1: understand. I don't know. Eric, be better. Be better.
2: (laughs) I don't know if he still does that, but
1: yeah, yeah. He has a sweet tooth. Like, he doesn't usually buy candy if he doesn't need to, but I don't know if he still does this. But, like, if there's candy around, bro, that dude's going to chomp on that stuff. So, here's Uh, my thing
0: it's not about eating the candy, it's about throwing the damn wrapper away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Or, or put I'm it sorry. in
1: your put it in your pocket for now. Like if you if you're if you're not in a, if you're too lazy to go fucking throw it away, just put it in your pocket and then like later on when you reach for it, you're like oh, I gotta to throw this get. away. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's just it. All Anyways. right.
0: Next, next for me is actually my second favorite candy. Probably, uh, I don't need it that much because man, now this one talk about getting stuck in your teeth. Oh my god. We'll talk like, about
1: peanut butter and chocolate.
0: This is one where they kind of did it wrong, but it's still really good. Yeah, they do. I love it. It's the flaky peanut butter coated in chocolate butterfinger. Oh my god. And you know how you know how I started eating Butterfinger?
1: The Simpsons. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why did they ever get rid of that promotion?
0: I have no idea, but legit, I feel like they lost I started eating because Butterfinger
1: because of, of that. Same, dude. Same. You're not wrong. <laughs> I was like Bart Simpson
0: eats Butterfinger, dude.
1: I'm gonna eat Butterfinger, dude. Exactly, Homer is eating uh, Butterfinger.
0: Yeah, it was great. I thought. Get your was hands great. off my Butterfinger,
1: and he would choke him every time. You know. Yeah. Uh, Better
0: not lay a finger on my Butterfinger. My Butterfinger.
1: Yeah, oh, great promotion, dude. Yeah. The '90s. Some of the '90s commercials, man. I swear. Slap. They. Yeah. They. Yeah. <laughs> they slapped hard. <laughs> and that was that like, they're literally. That's one of the promotions that like got me eating butterfinger that and also capri sun commercials
0: oh those were pretty good those were those pretty were good sick. ones yeah yeah that's that touche touche all right what's your next one man and then we'll talk about our shared one
1: yeah okay thank you for saying shared one uh twix man just classic if i soldered my candy back it was just delicious man i still love twix to this day you know? I thought they I'll had s- a really clever s-
0: promotion with the right and left
1: Twix. Yeah, which one's better? You know? yeah. yeah. Even though you know they're the same. Yeah, exactly. The fun <laughs> size ones are, are oh, dude, though, dangerous, bro. Dangerous. Yeah, I fun just, size you know, ones little, are
0: kind of perfect.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly. Like uh, a normal size Twix bar, like, I'm just like, uh, it's a little too much, but like a little fun size one, you have one now and there, you open it, you eat it, and then you're just like later, you know. 20 minutes past, you're like, I I, I I, guess I can do another one, you know? Yeah. So now here's, here's our, our shared one. And you know what? I didn't think you'd, you would like this. And we, we oh, were talking about this. I
0: love it. And in fact, one of my favorite. I, I love the version of it that does not have uh, a part, which is okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it because it doesn't make sense. Almond Joyce. <clears throat> well, you know, they have one that's without the almonds. Mounds. Yeah, yeah mounds. mounds. Fantastic. So you love too. mounds. I love mounds. I love all the joys. Almonds. I like I, anything coconut, man.
1: I'm there for it, <laughs> oh, dude. same, bro. I actually almonds by themselves too. Raw almonds. Like I'll go. I'll still get this to this day. I'll go to the grocery store. I was like, all right, what am i going to snack on? I'm not trying to snack on chips because you know it's going to make me a little chubby. So <laughs> I'll go to the I'll go to the peanut section where they have like you know. Uh, peanuts, cashews, yeah, all the nuts uh, and yeah, yeah, grains yeah, yeah. and
0: and dried fruit, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I get the almonds, bro, and then I'll use that as like my chid bag. Yeah, Helps I used to do that with
0: trail mix. Uh, I should I
1: should get back on that life. Yeah, but, but just yeah, get the ones joys, that don't have man. salt in them. Keep, keep that joys. low sodium, you know, low cholesterol. Yeah. Oh, almond joys, baby, all day, dude. Oh, great all pick. day. It,
0: it, <laughs> I didn't know that you would even care about that one.
1: Oh, I threw dude, almond I was...
0: joys at the end because I was like, oh, "I do love almond joys, though." I love coconut, though. Same, man. Each... Preaching to the choir, my friend. Preaching to the choir. Anything. My so, favorite, almond joys. my coconut, favorite coconut,
1: uh, alcoholic rum. drink is pina colada. Bro. coconut. Oh, pina coladas, bro. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know what's funny? What? A... Um, every time I go like in a tropical vacation, I have to get a pina colada. Yes, yeah, as you should. Yeah, as you should. I went to I went to Fry's. It's a grocery store out here. Mm-hmm. There was a I love Zelter Waters. Uh, you know, bubbly. Uh, there was this brand. It's called Bubbly, and okay. it was pineapple coconut. So uh, pina colada. <laughs> oh, dude, it's funny. I was like, I have to try this. I have to try this. I opened it. I tasted. It, and I was like, I was like, babe, you gotta try this. And she was like, tastes kind of like a pina colada like non-alcoholic is like right so good i drink those like so fast dude i love those i love that drink i don't know if they sell them
0: over there i'm sure <laughs> they do but try tropicana's viña colada like juice Ooh, okay it's it's like it's pretty much like coconut water with a little bit of pineapple Well, with pineapple juice and some other stuff i think it's got a little bit of lime and other juices oh bro put ah. a little bit of lemon in there it is one of the best drinks just just by itself, just like that. And then you could easily add alcohol to it and not even know
1: the alcohol's there. I'm telling you, man. I know you don't like uh, carbonated drinks, but oh, that bubbly uh, pineapple coconut is so good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: have to at least give it a try with some alcohol. If it ain't my thing, I'll let you know. But I got to give it a try. All right, but that was our final Halloween candy. Let us know what you guys' favorite Halloween candy was. Or if, if it was one of the ones that we picked. All right, Jason, we're going to get into our greatest horror slash Halloween films of all time, of course, that we have picked. We have a few honorable mentions, but we're going to get into our top 10. We have agreed on these.
1: So we're going to start with number 10. Now- oh, okay. Another thing, we could only pick them if we had both seen them. I know you mentioned that earlier in the podcast. I just want to reiterate that.
0: Yeah, because there are a few that uh, we both have on our list that we're like, well, the other one hasn't seen it or the other one disagreed. So we have not, we didn't put those in there for those reasons. Now, rounding off our top 10 is actually taking a jab at all of the horror genre. The scary movie series, specifically numbers one and two
1: with the jason, wayne
0: brothers with the wayne's brothers jason what are you thinking about those two
1: just uh as a kid and just a parody of all the films that we have seen you know like screen just making just making fun of it and you know what's crazy this was a rated r film but my parents still let me watch it but again my parents are hispanic they don't care as to what we watch just as long as we don't bring it back at home and you you know you know what i mean like I think it was you know more so, it? so that they were unaware my true.
0: mom same thing she wasn't she wasn't uh, she was unaware of some of these things because she didn't let me watch scary movie because she saw what it was like about i ended up watching it anyway because my cousins they would always let us watch all kinds we're, of different we're, stuff we're gonna find a way to watch this film
1: yeah
2: but there were
0: things another. that my mom had no idea about that she she let me listen to or watch
1: or whatever it may be and i was like yes <laughs> same dude uh dude just uh just a funny parody of of scary movies that we grew up watching you know hey Jason. and the wayans brother were popular what's up what you doing man uh nothing man just chilling chilling <laughs> <laughs> what's up? dude i as i mentioned in previous pod i wore i had that mask the what's up mask, you know?
0: Oh, no kidding. That's
1: I dumb. did. Yeah, dude. It was, it was, I probably wore that back to back years because I just love that mask. It's like, it's funny. It's not scary, but I just loved it. So,
0: oh, no, that's uh, great. I love that. That's
2: I hilarious. wish I still had
1: that mask, bro. I wish I did. I know that would be a good little throwback. Uh, dude, imagine wearing that now. Like, wearing that, like, at a adult Halloween party. People would be like, yeah, what's that? You know? What's that? Yeah. yeah, they would all
2: do
0: it. No, oh. that was that was a perfect, perfect line. And then when she gets killed in the movie theater, that was another great scene in that movie.
1: Interrupting the movie and whatnot.
0: Yeah. And
1: everyone was all cheering. It's like, you know what? Let me kill this. You know? Yeah, they all kill her. He doesn't have to do anything. <laughs>
0: uh, great, great, great pick, great pick. All right, all right. So moving on from number 10. Jason. What's number nine?
1: You know, probably one of the first films that watching legit scared me. I'm pretty sure it scared a lot of kids in our generation. Yeah, I saw it
0: pretty young. I think I saw it like at age eight or yeah, seven or eight. This came out in the 80s, right? It came out in the... I think it's the 70s, man. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a 70s film.
1: I couldn't
0: tell. I'm going to I'm going to check just to make sure, but I'm like fairly certain. Yeah. 1973.
1: Damn. With uh, the special effects and everything, you could have you could have fooled me. <laughs>
0: All right. Better than
1: some 80s films. I'll tell you that. But none other than The Exorcist. And I think why we were both scared about from this movies were we were both raised Catholic. So this definitely hit home for us. Yeah, it was uh, it was
0: very scary at the time and we both saw it at a young age. It makes a difference, man. Just the idea of possession and then the horror that you see, like that's a different kind of horror uh, to see at a young age and it's definitely it's the fear that I had watching that movie at the time. I,
1: I still remember it. I still remember that. You know what? I, I don't think it's necessarily The Exorcist, but I do still have nightmares about being possessed. And Kid you not, man. It always turns out when like I don't have like in my nightmare, I don't have access to like my arm or a leg, like because I feel like it's getting possessed in my nightmare. I'll end up waking up and guess what? It's asleep. My arms asleep. Yep, my arms asleep. My legs asleep. Anything that like in my dream that like I couldn't like have control over is because that body part was asleep. It freaks so, me out every time. So the mind gets you. Yep. Gets you. Freaks me out every time. But yeah, and I think The Exorcist has has a lot to do with it. All right, so that movie, obviously a classic.
0: The story of a young girl who gets possessed by a demon and her mother calls in a a priest to do an exorcism or to see what they can do and they decide to do an exorcism. And it's the story of what happens with that whole exorcism. Crazy crazy movie a really good one actually it's a good film like re thinking about it again i'm like man that was a good movie uh definitely a classic recommend type of movie i think as i mentioned i recently watched the omen i would say the exorcist is better than the omen it's a lot more intense that i'll tell you but okay moving on to number eight one of my personal favorites i uh i I definitely pushed for this one to be to be on the list a little bit. Um, no, you did. Uh, thanks, thank you. We were just it trying you. to argue where it should be. Touche, touche. Yeah. So my next one, sorry, my next one. See, Jason, our see next what my, one. What I'm doing. Our next one is Beetlejuice. None other than Beetlejuice. Just so many great lines from that movie, Jason. If you do anything this Halloween weekend, watch Beetlejuice again. I promise you, you'll be like, dang, that is a damn good movie. And that is oh, funny. We just shit. watched it last week. Oh, you did?
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, sweet. Ah, oh, uh, it, it was on in the background.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> he's the ghost with the most, babe. So, I mean, Beetlejuice most, is. Man. Yeah. I, he's just got so many great lines. That stupid commercial that he does is great. I'll tell you <clears> this
1: <throat> I'm watching the reboot. The reboot. Yeah, they're they're in talks about doing another Beetlejuice with oh, Michael yeah. Keaton coming back. Uh with uh it's Beetlejuice 2, right? I don't know. It's is yeah. it a reboot or a sequel? I think it's a sequel. Okay. But okay. with Beetlejuice coming back. Uh, Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton coming back. God, that I mean I'm
0: I'm ready for it. I'm definitely but then we were ready for also gonna get so.
1: Michael Keaton back as Batman and uh that got fucking axed. So well
0: I mean we'll see him in a. Uh... The Flash movie. Hopefully uh, nothing crazy happens with that one.
2: (laughs) So anyway, number
0: eight for us guys is Beetlejuice. It's a great uh, classic comedy horror film about a couple that's trying to get a family out of their house uh, because they're pretty much destroying the home that they never got a chance to live in before they died. And of course... The, uh, an unsavory type character named Beetlejuice comes into the mix.
1: Great film. Great, great. Now, great. another one. This next one. Probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. Really? No. Backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Mm. One of the most scary movies I've ever seen. I was about to
0: say, my scariest is second on our list.
1: Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Now, this next one, I will say though, they did a scientific experiment of which one <laughs> the which most movie, jump scares in a movie. Yeah, which one had the scare? With based off of a of of your heart rate, had the highest uh, jump in a scary movie, and this one had one of the most iconic scenes that probably made everyone watching it for the first time one of the scariest jump scares ever and that was probably like one of the movies again that maybe probably jumped like multiple times and usually scary movies don't do that to me so this one definitely definitely again just hit the spot for me and again it has to do a lot with dreams for me bro like it just because I do get a lot of nightmares because I do dream a lot and I do remember a lot of my dreams. But but because of that, I do remember a lot of my nightmares. So you seen yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street? It's, yeah, that, that's another one that scares me, dude. Huh. Yeah, but like Freddy Krueger is just like when there's a character like that, like I'm like, all right, cool. It's just a character. But like Insidious, it was multiple demons. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I see. So, when they, when they can warp your dreams into
0: different things and you don't have to see the same the same character. Exactly, like our number two movie. Uh- <laughs> oh, God, that <laughs>
1: movie gets me every yeah, time, dude, just thinking about it. Yeah, Insidious is about a little boy who, uh, a family who has a little boy who just all of a sudden can't, He's he goes to sleep and he just can't wake up. Turns out that he got a power from his dad who's called uh, Dreamwalkers, right? Something like that. But they're not dreaming. They're essentially going into another world where there's demons or just people that have died that are trying to get back into the real, real world. So like the world between worlds. World between worlds. And obviously there's some entities that aren't good. So... The father is the only one that has that same entity as his son does. So he tries to go back and get him. And you just see all these demons and ghosts that are either harmful or just scary. And there's this one demon that is really interested in his son. And that's where you find that really jump scare. And the reason why I think it has the most like the effect of it is it happens in daylight. You like you were not expecting it at all. And then you just saw it and then the, the jump scare music obviously right horror is nothing without the music just gets you right in that moment you're just like whoa yeah it got me pretty Love hard it. okay it it's me, right it it's the really very hard, end of the movie right are we talking about that same scene uh mid movie but the one at the very end that one got me too a lot that one got me all messed up i was like oh my
0: god <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but i liked it you know what i mean it's like that's why you see a horror film that's why you see a horror film i was like yeah you got me yeah
0: insidious is a great genuinely scary movie good pick our number seven is insidious number six jason this one it's a classic and i think i think without the twist at the end it might not have gotten to the place that it is but honestly it is a classic because of its twist at the end and that's the sixth sense Great film. Great movie. M. Night Shyamalan, I think that was his first film. And my god, some of the scenes in that movie, I still to this day remember uh, the scene with that kid walking and he's like, hey, you want to see my dad's shotgun? And then he turns and you see the back of his head is gone. I was like, oh my god. The subtle scary moments are just iconic. And all these just like tormented ghosts that keep haunting him because he's the only one that can see him. You
1: know which one freaked me out? Um, of the little kid in the cupboard Cupboard Which one was that one He he goes upstairs because he hears someone um, Knocking on the little cupboard And it's a ghost in there And he's just like what That's weird and then like these other little boys That are there for a birthday party like Throw him in there So he's uh-huh. freaking out because the little The person in the cupboard is trying to hurt him You don't remember that scene That scene scared the living crap I, out of me I bro. think I
0: vaguely remember that one
1: it's like it scratches him up yeah it does yeah yeah, Yeah, he comes out of the cupboard and he's all scratched up yep yeah yeah i do
0: recall that and obviously spoiler alert guys there's a huge twist at the end you know what no we'll leave that we'll leave that there's a huge twist at the end um and it it just it catches you so off guard that you're like oh my god I that was an that coming, amazing turn of events. I mean, if you had seen that coming, Jason, I'd have been like, you are Nostradamus. I had no idea. <laughs> well, Even though they, and... throughout the movie, they do give you signs. They do give you signs. It, I just did not catch them.
2: Signs. Hmm.
0: Ah, another, another good movie. Another film from uh, M. Night? <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, another good movie from him too. That's a Weird. Good Hey, wait, wait a twist that in there. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's On a lighter, into, no, no. Yeah, let's get into number five. So check out Six Sense, guys.
1: Great film. Number five. You know it's funny. We we like zombie movies. We do. But some are some of the best zombie movies are parody zombie movies. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> and we're gonna have to go with Shaun of the Dead for our number five.
0: Shaun of the Dead. Like, oh man, such a good film. Still get I i maintain the queen uh the queen fight scene at the pub is still one of my favorite just goofy comedy scenes in a movie i think it's so fun to just watch how they like don't react to how all these people are zombies at first and they're just like oh yeah going about their day because they're they don't pay attention like, this person to the just weird. weird but, yeah. but but think
1: about it like if you see something weird happening, you're like, oh, that person's just kind of, I hate to say this, but like, that person like drugged out, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And people just go about their business and that's why maybe a zombie ap- apocalypse could happen because we're just so invested in ourselves and not just worried about our surroundings. Whereas, like, alright, that person's acting normal, I gotta stay away from that person. I don't know, it's just a kind of fun way to show, like, like you, you had said before, like, where these characters were kind of zombies in themselves and just going about their normal routine, and not mm-hmm. noticing what's happening them around them, and so,
0: and I mean, the whole story, right, is about Sean being stuck in the same place in his life, yep. and just like moving throughout it, going through the motions. I mean, it's, it's very much the zombies are, in this film, a symbol of like his lack of ability to like grow
1: as a person. And so, yeah, yeah, no, you I see that. But at the same time, hilarious, hilarious film. Such a funny movie. I watched that this year already, too. Like, early, once it started becoming fall, I was, like, watching this to go to sleep. Shaun of the Dead.
0: Good pick, man, good pick. We put that one at number five, Shaun of the Dead. All right, my friend, what's your number four pick? Our number four pick, Silence of the Lambs. Now, this movie start to finish great writing great acting genuinely like real life scary because these kinds of things do actually happen and so this one had to make it on the list for me uh anthony hopkins is hannibal lecter chilling
1: chilling one of the best villains ever
0: yeah absolutely one of the greatest villains of all time i put him on my villains list shout out not only that you have two great villains Oh you're right. Even a uh, Buffalo Bill is a Buffalo pretty is a great creepy villain, dude. Such Imagine weird...
1: cuz that can happen
0: again. And that that's it. That's the thing, right? He's based on real people. These this this kinds of thing happened to to real people. It puts uh, lotion. Gein. Yeah, Ed Gein wore people's skin. And that's what this guy was doing, right? That's why he's like it puts the lotion on its it puts the lotion, lotion. on its skin or also gets, gets the, the hose again. again. Yeah, so creepy, dude. <laughs> oh god, that line. And then at the end, god, when you see Anthony Hopkins in a in like a Hawaiian shirt almost in the middle of South a South American city and you're like, "Oh, never know what's going to happen with that guy." It's just great start to finish uh what's Clarice, the actress. Jodie Foster. Jody Jody Foster. Foster does a great job as the FBI agent. Uh, the girl that's stuck in there with him does a great job as a woman who's just trying to survive, All right? Uh, start, I mean, the whole time you're just at the edge of your seat trying to figure out, are they going to catch this motherfucker before he kills someone else? Yeah, really, for its
1: time. It's just amazing. Yeah, great film. All right, going to number three. Jason. Another zombie comedy. We love zombie movies, but we, I I just think the comedy versions are just so much better. None other than Zombie Zombieland with Jesse Eisenberg, um, Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson, Stone. Emma Stone. Iconic. And just the way they made that film of like doing the rules of like how to survive in the zombie island but also just like the little cameos that were involved in this film with um, Bill Murray. With Bill Murray. Hilarious, dude. Absolutely (laughs) hilarious, dude. Is that the way you say hello? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. Oh, man. That was so great. (laughs) But a nice zombie guide, right? Of how to survive in the apocalypse.
0: And that's the first movie I remember seeing Amber Heard in. Turns out she is the neighbor at the very beginning of the movie.
1: It turns out she plays just herself. (laughs) She (laughs) plays
0: just herself in the film. That's right. One of the first
1: zombies that we see. Just a blood sucking demon.
0: That's right. And there she is. There she is in all her glory. Um, Yeah. I mean, can't say too much more about Zombieland. It's very much, it has a coming of age feel, right? Like where all these characters start there. They, they, Come to terms with their place in the world and confidence in themselves, and I think, uh, I mean, Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg. You, Eisenberg, you, you see them as a as a fun couple in this in this story. I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun to watch. It had a lot of color, which is strange for a zombie movie, but it really worked out. Not only that, they had some pretty fun jump scares. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They yeah did. So, and then just like. Weirdly enough, slice of life moments in the film where you're like, Oh, this is just what you're doing while you chill? Okay. So those were those are cool moments where you just see them like randomly killing a zombie here and there while they're just having a conversation.
1: Yeah. I also did really like like which character would you be? Like there's a character for everyone who's like, Okay, if the zombie apocalypse did happen, you got which which character would you be? You kinda kinda relate to all of them yeah yeah. depending on
0: the situation you definitely know which characters you would end up being in certain moments
1: oh but yeah man great great film Uh, but on to our final two number two number two
0: do you want to announce this one or do you want me to
1: you can almost say it was terrifying
0: yeah you You would say
1: uh, it
0: gave me a lot of nightmares
1: It definitely
0: did. All right, we'll
1: stop. It's it,
0: guys. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen King's It, both versions.
1: Both versions. We want the, the 90s one and the 2017 one.
0: Now, I'll tell you, the 2017 one, I mean, the effects are so much better. But even the 1990s one, Jesus. And for me, it's just moments where you just never expected it. Like when he, when they go visit that older woman and she's not real, like she's, she's been killed by it and she's just staring like with that crazed smile and you see like a fly on her eye. Yes. Oh my God. I was freaking out and she chases them out of the house like she's trying to kill them. I, I literally (laughs) am getting goosebumps like
1: thinking about it now. I'm like, oh my God. Well, see, I think that's the reason why I think. I loved it so much, even though it scared the shit out of me. (laughs) This entity plays on your biggest fears. So, and they, I think they did a phenomenal job in each, in both movies. uh, The newer one and the last one, Mm -hmm. the most, yeah, the one before that of how to play all of the characters' fears. And there were some moments where like, I was like, all right, this didn't really scare me but there was other moments where like yo that was scary as shit yeah, um, like scene, you
0: said the the scene where he goes into the basement and it's flooded and <sighs> he sees his brother and then you see pennywise's head just popping right out and of he kind of uses him as a puppet and just like yeah you see him. him look like a pu- oh my god yeah Scary. I, I, uh, thinking about
1: that scene, or when he comes out of the fridge in the abandoned house, and he's like, all his limbs are broken. Scene, bro. Like the opening scene, like building up to the scary movie He's like, "Hey, Georgie, you know, like it all pops, pops down here. It all floats down. We all float down here. Pop,
2: pop, pop,
1: pop, pop. Oh, dude." That
0: still gives me chills to this day. A damn clown, and in the original, one of the scenes that like I still vividly remember seeing the bathroom drain for me. Oh, that's a good one. No, the one I was thinking of is when they're looking at pictures of the town, and his hand pops up. Oh, no! Wait, no—he walks up to the the front of the picture, Mm -hmm. and he starts talking to them. I was like, huh. Oh no! Get out of here. <laughs> that's what I'm
1: saying. And he and he pops out his hand at the end.
0: Oh, that's and right. Them, yes, and then they does. drop
1: it. Yep, that's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah,
2: just
0: oh. horrifying. His face with all the teeth. Ah, man,
1: I hate just, clowns now. Just imagine turning around right now because we're in the dark, obviously, just seeing a clown right behind you. Shut your Especially mouth. Especially it. Right Shut you. your mouth, Jason. <laughs> Uh, those those fears every day, man. Like that was again. There's there's moments, even even to this day, why where, where I have to look at the drain to make sure nothing's popping out of there. To this day, yeah, yeah. Thirty one <laughs> years to this day. To this day,
0: I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of uh, sewage drains either.
1: Oh, yes,
0: yeah. there lot, lots lots of things that messed me up.
1: But there was one movie that we both
0: thought was slightly better. It may not be the scariest, but it is definitely still extremely unsettling. Is this is this not another Stephen King
2: film? Oh, it uh, is another
0: book? Stephen King book. <laughs> yep. None other than... Which he didn't like, apparently, the film. He didn't like he the did film. He did not like the film. And you know what? Uh, friend of the pod, not listener, but friend of the pod, Cole, read the book. And he said he cannot rewatch the movie now because he's like, "No, nah, man, that's how the good the book was." The, yeah, he was like, "The movie does kind of suck." And I was like, "What? How? It's one of the greatest movies ever made." He's like, "The book is just infinitely better." Oh. I was like, "What? I'm gonna have to read this book, and I don't. Am read. I gonna have to read?" Yeah, it's like yeah, a, thousand, read either. It's a thousand. It's a thousand-page book. Oh, yeah, I know. It's it's an effort. It's an effort for for those of you who don't know. Jason we're and I, about. well, I don't know about you, Jason, but I am a notoriously slow reader. So I am getting too. me to read a book is just not fun.
1: Not that I'm a slow reader. I just have to, if I didn't understand the page that I just read, I have to go back and listen to it. And read it again. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, and I hate, I hate doing that. I'm like, what? what was I doing the first time I was reading it? You know what I mean? hmm No, I, I hear you. And, right. that, and that's why I can't read, like not can't read, just won't read because of that. So our number
0: one, if we haven't said it yet, it is The Shining. Stephen <sighs> King book, Stanley Kubrick film starring Jack Nicholson. Uh, gosh, the do you remember the name of the hotel?
1: No, I don't. I don't. Let's see. This movie
0: came out in 1980. It is the Overlook Hotel in Colorado. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But they actually, the supposedly Hotel California, obviously it's also a story about like the, the myth of the dream of California and how it's not really that. But they're also trying to play into the idea of like the Overlook Hotel. If I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I thought, that, so I thought all... that
1: song was about heroin.
0: See, I thought it was about the the dead dream of the dead hippie dream in, in California, which, you know, a lot of them did get into heavy drugs. But it was the idea of like all these people who went to California for this wonderful idea that they thought they had. And it turned out to be this, this oh. very different reality yep. of what it was, because, you know. There's only so many people that they could actually hold in such a short period of time. And there were like thousands and thousands of people pouring into San Francisco in the sixties and seventies and nowhere for them to live. No jobs for them. They're just there on the streets getting taken advantage of by all kinds of different people. And so, I mean, but that's besides the point I had heard that part of the story is, uh, is, is like the, the inspiration of calling it Hotel California was very much from The Shining. Of course, they're not talking about The Hotel and The Shining, but that was part of the idea as to why they called it that. Interesting. Yeah. Now I have to look more into it. Yeah, it could be totally. Because I love that song. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. So Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, as I mentioned, uh, Stanley Kubrick is the director, notoriously. A difficult director to work with, but very much a perfectionist. It's about a man who is a struggling writer. And he, his wife, and son go to take care of this hotel during the winter. Because it gets snowed in, so no one can really stay there. And they're going to end up being there, what is it, for four months? Because it gets snowed in for that long. It's in the mountains. And so they're stuck there. And the hotel is very much so haunted and controlled by an evil presence. Now, his son has a special ability that is called The Shining, and that's the name of the movie, right? Uh, And it's in which you have a connection to the other world and supernatural beings. In this case, it's very much to ghosts and to uh, the evil presence that's in the hotel. Now, this evil presence... Completely turns his dad, who already had a darkness in him, uh, which, him. yeah, they yeah. they hinted at it at the beginning of the movie when he's uh, when he's talking to his wife and she's telling him to be careful with the son. And later you find out it's because he dislocated his shoulder by pulling him too hard. Now, you have got to pull a kid really damn hard to dislocate their shoulder. So you know that this man was he he's got some he's got some anger issues, he's got some some evil to him. And sure enough, it pulls it out, it drives him crazy. And all over the walls of his writing area, he puts all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Which that's his name, right? It's Jack Torrance. And his wife finds him there towards the end. Obviously, the buildup happens over time. You see these twins they keep saying come play with us to the sun i think it's danny come play with us danny uh oh, and then you see so the good. you see the scene in which there's like an ocean of blood coming from the hotel elevator iconic yes very iconic uh the very uncomfortable and weird scene of like that naked woman who turns into an old decrepit woman that uh that jack runs away from after like she changes her body and then then you just see all these other weird scenes throughout so it comes to a head when he loses his mind and he decides he's going to kill his family uh I, i actually laugh every time i think of this scene but i i think i mentioned it in the other pod right when he's like here's john no not here's john that's of course iconic right but the one that gets me is uh i'm not gonna hurt you honey I'm, I'm going to bash out, your brains, so brains out. <laughs> and she's like, "Get away from me." And she's swinging the bat like not even trying to swing it. And I'm like, "What are you doing, girl? Run." And also swing the bat like you're trying to hit a ball or something like, "Come on." And she's just screaming and crying through the whole thing. She does a great job. Honestly, like looking like she is completely disheveled and freaking out and just horrified she does a great job of it and surely enough uh he's chasing the family throughout the the hotel and they finally get to a point as as you mentioned they get to the room they lock themselves into the bathroom she opens the window so that the sun can get out and he gets out and he runs off into a maze but before then uh oh. take it from here jason yeah so an iconic scene where he
1: just Gets an axe and tries to break into the bathroom and he's just like, here's Johnny, right? If you guys don't know where, if you guys have heard that phrase, but don't know where it's from, it's from this movie.
0: Yeah. Well, I think he was also parodying uh, the Johnny Carson show. Like saying, here's Johnny.
1: Yeah. Obviously, because the name's Jack Torrance. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another another late night show host. Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't know who Johnny Carson is. It was before yeah. Jay
0: Leno, who was before... Um, gosh, what's his name now? Jimmy Fallon.
1: Jimmy Fallon. <sighs> yeah, there we go. So the little boy ends up ex- escaping, going to, through the labyrinth, where we have seen this before. And they're like, hey, don't go in here, because you could probably get lost be- prior to the whole snowstorm and everything and people being there. Um, Obviously, if you're going through a maze with snow, there's going to be footprints. So Jack Torrance is chasing the little boy, getting ready to chop him up with an axe. Little boy is a lot smarter than we think. Realizes that he's chasing him because the footprints are being shown. So he backtracks his steps and ends up fooling this this entity that has taken over his stepdad, essentially. Mm -hmm. And is... Able to escape him, because he was being a little smart boy and he erased his footsteps. And yeah, and he hides behind, he hides behind a light fixture,
0: um, in one of the bushes. Right. Yep. yep. Man, and, oh, I gotta watch that movie again, dude. It's so good. And so Jack looks around. <laughs> he can't find the footsteps, but he just keeps going further into the labyrinth. And sure enough, I mean, it is freezing cold out there. So Jack. Freezes to death. You see him the next morning, frozen to death, um, with with the with an axe in his hand, r- ready to kill. And the fan, I mean the mom and son, you know, get on a snowmobile and get home. But that film, my God, is it well made? I just I think about oh, it I'm like so that's well such a good. It's just a good movie. It's the fact that it's a horror movie. Of course, it was going to be our number. one. I will say this.
1: Or I will ask you this. Have you seen Doctor Sleep? I have
0: not. I still need to watch oh. Doctor Sleep. I know. I know. It so, is uh, it is the it is the sequel of sorts, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah.
1: It's an older version of The Danny? Little Boy yeah. of Danny. Played by none other than
0: my Ewan boy,
1: McGregor. Ewan McGregor, aka Obi Wan Kenobi. And honestly man this movie wasn't scary at all. Really. It was just yeah, not at all man, but very entertaining still and it kind of like tied in I wouldn't say loose ends but like it just paid back a lot of homage to The Shining and that's why I think I loved it so much.
2: I'm going to have to you, watch
1: it. And you just see like cuz you want to see like all right, what was what has Danny been up to? And you also run into uh the the old caretaker of the hotel the one that showed him the one that told him like hey you have something called the shining wait didn't he die in the shining um i don't know if he did but again danny he could still can see, see, see the dead if, yeah. people that's true and the whole premise of this the next film is he finds someone else that has the shining as well maybe more maybe even more powerful than Danny. Oh, okay. So and these entities are trying to go after that kid. So like it's okay. very yeah, it's it's very good, dude. It's not scary at all, but it's really good. I I, I trust me. I was very surprised cuz I was like, "Oh no. It's definitely not the shining." Okay. But it's still very good. Okay, I'll have to check it out then. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Now we both have to read the book. Oh man. <laughs> True.
0: All right, I'm going to get into my honorable mentions. Uh, the original Frankenstein film from I think great. 1930s. Really good. Boris Karloff did a great job as the monster. Uh, it's got the famous line: "It's alive! It's alive!" Of course. Oh, that's where it's from. Okay. Yeah, it's from the original Ooh. Frankenstein. Uh, great film night of the living dead the original is great the thing the conjuring jaws and seven were my uh, honorable
1: mentions what's what about you? in the box what's my, in the box my honorable mentions are going to be little shop of horrors coco halloween town 2 paranormal activity jeepers creepers the gremlins both 1 and 2 nice and doctor sleep <laughs>
0: Nice. Those are good. Those are good. So check out some of those films, guys. I'm going to rename our top ten. Number ten, Scary Movie 1 and 2. Nine is The Exorcist. Eight, Beetlejuice. Seven, Insidious. Six, The Sixth Sense. Not on purpose. No pun intended. I just (laughs) noticed that. Number five, Shaun of the Dead. Four, Silence of the Lambs. Three, Zombieland. Two, it, both versions, the 1990 and the 2017. And number one is Stephen King's The Shining, directed by Stanley Kubrick. All right, that's going to be it for us. That was our final cheers for fears. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this uh, month celebration with us. Now, next week, we might be coming to you guys a little bit late because Halloween is right around the corner. So we will not be recording. Usually, we record on Mondays. Not going to be recording that day. If we record early, we'll let Gotta you know. Be out for trick or treating, are you guys yeah. going trick or treating? Yes, absolutely.
1: I might Hell be yeah, passing
0: out candy uh, while
1: they go trick or treat Hell yeah, my friend. But yeah, what's your costume this year? I don't. You know I what? Don't you have you one. tell me about it later. I don't have one. Oh.
0: Yeah, Sadly, right. enough, I don't have one either this yeah. year. This year we. You know, we didn't buy any costumes, we just got got the hers. She knew what she wanted like back in July. What is she? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah no yeah. way. Yeah. And I we found that we found the costume for the that. sister and she was like, No, I want Shang-Chi.
1: Hell like, yeah. All right, dude. cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Shang-Chi was the shit. Shang-Chi wow, was. The that's shit. awesome. Yeah. I would have never guessed that.
0: Yeah, I we'll know. That's what I was that.
1: like. I'm not going to have him guess. He won't get, to, get this one. <laughs> wow. That's awesome.
0: All right, guys. But that's it for us. Have a wonderful Halloween. We hope you guys enjoyed our show. Uh, shout-outs from me. Shout-out to Gabby for being on the episode. Shout-out to my mom for always being an amazing listener and uh, giving us little tidbits here and there. Like, oh, I liked when you did this. That was so funny. This or that. I appreciate mm-hmm. all of you guys.
1: Jason, who are your shout-outs? I uh, got a shout-out Jamie. Love you. Uh, shout out to all the uh, trick-or-treaters out there. Shout out to all the people that dress up for Halloween and uh, make the kids experience that much better.
0: Absolutely. Shout out to those people that over-decorate their house
1: for Halloween. Hell yeah, dude. There's yeah. one down the, down the block from me, dude. It looks like a haunted um, – what, what are those called where you put the tents in a circus? The circus tents? Oh, there we go it looks like a haunted circus tent dude they've been working on that shit for like a month it's not even done yet like they're still doing stuff to it like literally every weekend they're like working more and more on it like at first we're like okay why is there pellets like you know when you put like boxes and stuff on a pellet and the fork picks it up it's like why is there pellets all around the house like are they renewing stuff and they're like and then every single weekend like there's just more and more stuff added to it and you're like Oh, it's a haunted house. It looks like we're going there for Halloween.
0: That's so shout out dope. to all
1: those people, dude. Yeah, yeah, ahead, absolutely. Dude.
0: You guys make Halloween amazing because that's what people like to see when they go
1: around. Dude, did you see that one person? They had to take it down, but they're reenacting uh, Stranger Things, especially the, the Max scene where she gets lifted up. Oh, yeah. How did they do that? Someone reenacted that and just has just a a doll figure, not a doll figure, or just a puppet figure, like just up in the air. And it looks like it's literally floating when she's getting sucked up by the demon. I don't know how they did that, but dude, like people, the neighbors were freaking out about it because, like, it just looked very humanized.
2: Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
1: they had to, they had, they, they complained to the county and they had to take it down, unfortunately. Lame, lame. So oh, whack, God. dude, right? It's like, come on, these guys are Halloween lovers, bro. Let them do that. Like, you wouldn't know exactly where that's from. Like, although that is on. pretty scary. I'm like, how it you is do scary? That? Imagine how just you do that? by there, like, yeah, exactly. But if you see that every day in your neighborhood, like, what's the What's the big deal, dude? Like, they love Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Just let them do <laughs> True. it. You know these neighbors. Ugh. All right, but but shout, that's out, but shout be out to it. all the Halloween lovers.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be it for us this week, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week. For Revenge of the Pod.